Companion presents Doctor Who The Long Way Around, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm the Nick Jimenez proclamation. <laughs> and I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. <laughs> uh, today on the show, <laughs> it is Christmas Eve, and so uh, we are going to be um, doing something a little different. So a, a few years ago, we did a our top five um uh, Christmas specials, holiday specials, I guess is what we would call them now, since we have two that are not Christmas specials um, and uh, soon to be three, uh, although one barely qualifies. Um, we'll, 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 we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll get there. Um, so uh, what we're going to be doing this time instead of a top five is we're actually going to do a uh, I, I've created a bracket uh, system for the uh, for the uh, all, all of these. And so. What we're doing is we're just taking everything that's ever that uh, that every ep- episode of Doctor Who that's aired on a holiday. So that includes Spyfall Part One, uh, because it was technically a New Year's Day special episode, and the of. end of time Part Two. No. The oh end- yeah. Oh 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 yes. End of time Part Two. Yeah. I thought you, I was I was still in Spyfall in my head. Oh, right. But yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Um, uh, so, so yeah, so Spyfall part one, despite being episode one of, of series 12, no, 11, 11. um, Ugh. I get confused because 13th doctor and mm-hmm. yeah, but she, st- she started in 11. It's confusing. Um, Spyfall was series 12. Yeah. Right. Did I say, oh, really? Wait, yeah, I thought she started. It was in- the latest one. Did she start in? She started in eleven, but Spyfall's her second season. Is that right? Click okay. on the thing. Yeah. Okay. For some, like, part of me. Oh, right. Because the last Capaldi is ten. He, he's yeah. eight, nine, ten. She's going to be eleven, twelve, thirteen. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Got it. All right. Yes. So, so uh, series premiere of series twelve, um, which is it wasn't technically like a holiday special. But mm-hmm. it did air on a holiday, so we're counting it. Mostly <laughs> because it's the only way the bracket works, is if we count it. Um, Yay, because, Spyfall! Because otherwise there would be one, we would be one short. Um, so there are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen specials um, wow. that, that we are uh, discussing today. And we're basically going to we've got some matchups and and you know we're the way a bracket works we're going to go through each of the eight first round matchups and uh, take those into round two round three and then the championship the the, the finals um, so this should be fun I think uh, <laughs> we we uh, rewatched a bunch of these um, Cass rewatched, I rewatched all of yeah, them yeah Cass rewatched all of them I rewatched all of them but one. Nick, how many did you end up watching? I watched a bunch. I tried to watch at least one for each round. Mm-hmm. I don't think I watched 
Okay, I didn't watch the one where 12 regenerates twice sure. upon a time. Sure. I didn't watch End of Time Part 2. Sure. Um, I think that's it. Oh, I didn't, oh, I didn't watch Spyfall. And you didn't watch Spyfall. Spyfall is the one I skipped as well. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, it wasn't skipped so much as like I didn't, I ran out of time for me. Yeah. No, I skipped it because I, <laughs> I, I, I think it'll lose its first round on a technicality. Um, the fact that it's not actually a holiday special. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, should we like go over our, um, like criteria qualification yeah criteria well okay so i think i think i think okay all right because I, I thought it was just which episode is the best but if we are grading on some kind of holiday cheerometer i'm not against that i think that but. there i think that's got to be an element okay right for sure right i mean these are these are holiday specials they need to they, they have to like make you feel something about the holidays where i don't think i don't think they're as good because they are they are telegraphed or marketed as at least, especially back in the day, right. as like Christmas specials or holiday specials. Right, right. Cass, what do you um, think? Yeah, okay, do you think that's fine? Do you think holiday cheer is uh, as should, well as quality? Yeah, yeah. Not just the only qualification, but should be on the list of qualifiers. <laughs> then the doctor, the widow, and the wardrobe. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's going all the way to the finals. Well, all right. <laughs> settle down. In terms of Christmas cheer, settle settle down over there. <laughs> If we're not bringing quality into it. All right. We're not even arguing the, the rounds yet. Hold on. <laughs> oh, the rounds are nuts. Yeah. We have some crazy matchups. I, I've, I actually, I've actually, I, I just edited the matchups. Oh, okay. So, Never mind. So, so some of the matchups I've, I've changed. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my list is wrong. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, no. need, you need to open it back up again. Because some, some of these, some of these were real. Around. Like, ooh, I feel bad for that episode. Yeah. yeah I, I just, yeah. I just tried to. Okay. So when I did the matchups. And we'll get back to qualifiers in a second. But when I did the matchups, it was very important to me that no showrunner went up against themselves. Oh, interesting. That's very true. Um, not in round one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So, so in a second round, obviously that's that. gonna that's gonna be undeniable. You're gonna have to end up doing that. Mm -hmm. But in the first round, I wanted to make sure that no showrunner was going up against themselves. Moffat and I, on Davies, and and I did I did that a few <laughs> times. I had like Moffat against Moffat and Davies against Davies. Mm -hmm. And so when I went in, I I wanted to tweak those. I also wanted to. I also wanted to take power levels into consideration sure. in terms of like power levels. Yes. In terms of like <laughs> Christmas Carol. Yeah. Like where it's like, it's like, okay, it's not fair to put Christmas Carol against Spyfall because we know which one's going to win. Right. So like, I right. wanted to make sure that, that everything felt like if not on really equal footing, at least like to a the point where you could, you could find an argument that they would be. Yeah. Um, for, for a variety of reasons. To so weren't a conversation. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't want anything. I didn't want any of these matchups to be, whoops. I didn't want to be any of those matchups to be so easily where it's just like, we don't even need to talk about it. Let's just move yeah. on. Yeah. Well, you know, you, like we you know putting in all that work. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so these are, these are tweaked. Um, so here we go. Okay. Um, all right. So, what's what's uh, what other qualifications do you have in mind, Cass? Um, Quality, I think, is there, right? Christmas yeah, cheer yeah, or yeah. holiday cheer? Because I, I was, um, I think, I think I was just picking which one I liked the best or like held mm -hmm. up the best. Because I am a weirdo and I watched them in bracket order instead of like release order. I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> I should have told you that I that the that the bracket was meaningless. I would had just kind of put them on there at first no no it's fine because i had like a whole list and then earlier before we were uh before we started recording i actually like figured out my ranking which helps this new bracket oh so okay yeah i use the bracket as uh, a, a map 
uh-huh. a way to be like, okay, how do I structure this crazy adventure that I'm apparently going on? <laughs> yeah. Now that Roku supports HBO Max. Sure. And uh, and and so, but one thing that I wanted to point out that's interesting about Holiday Cheer is I feel like for me personally, the reason a lot of these uniformly have aged better for me. Sure. Like a lot of these that I was, I remember being critical on mm-hmm. at the time of the show when we watched it. Mm-hmm. And now they, they're they like, I had so much fun. And I think it's because it was free of the expectations yes. of it being the Doctor Who Christmas special, special for this year. Right. Because, you know. In some cases. Yeah. Like with um, Doctor Mysterio. Well, we can, for we example, can talk about it. Doctor Mysterio like was like. The only episode oh, for a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, and, yeah, and that yeah. affected my epi- like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Seriously? And we now, waited a year and this is what we get. Yeah. So like some so sometimes like so all the, that baggage is gone. Yeah. Which so, is nice. So even the like quote lack of holiday cheer that I was critical of in twenty whatever, now it was like, oh, it's cool, because it was just like another episode for me. Sure. Around Christmas time. Yeah. But we'll get into it. Yeah. Um all right. Any other qualifiers? Let's see. So we got we got holiday cheer. We got <laughs> we got quality, obviously. Yeah. Um Are oh. we gonna like we're just gonna like discuss basically and then like yeah, yeah. figure out okay. I yeah, have yeah. I have one. Um how it is added to the mythos of the show. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like in retrospect, we're like, oh, this is aged really well now because it, it fits in ways that we didn't plan on in 2005. How about instead of adding to the mythos of the show? Because I think that that gives at least three of these a very much a large, oh, that's true. A large advantage that's very true. compared to the other ones. Some of these are like regeneration. Why don't, why don't we say rewatchability? Rewatchability. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's a good one. Okay. Cool. So can I watch this every year? Would I be content to watch this every single year? Mm-hmm. That's I think that's a good qualifier. Cool. Um, so Christmas cheer, overall quality, and rewatchability. Yeah. Rewatchability plays a big factor into the holiday special at large. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Um, so are those our three qualifiers? Yeah, I like it. Sure. Okay. Three's All a right. Good number. So here we go. Um, so uh, we're gonna we're not gonna go down the whole map. We're just gonna do one at a time. So you guys listening can be surprised by these matchups. Um, All right. So round one matchup. 2005's The Christmas Invasion versus 2014's Last Christmas. So, so Christmas Invasion, of course, is the first Christmas special. Uh, it is written by Russell T. Davies and directed by James Hawes. Uh, and it is uh, basically uh, David Tennant's uh, 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 post-regeneration story. Um, so the majority of the episode, I would say, is fair. Uh, uh, the doctor is, uh, sleeping, which is obviously a, a throwback to a lot of post-regeneration stories from the classic era, all of which you've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you understand that. I know things now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, yeah. So he spends a lot of time asleep in his, in his gym jams. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and so that's the Christmas invasion. Um, and then. Last Christmas was probably the Capaldi. It's the first Capaldi Christmas special. It's also the one I think that we were all the most critical of as they were coming out. Well, maybe Dr. Mysterio. We were pretty dirty, too. Were we? Okay, I remember. I I would. I personally was. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I like that one more. I might have been more. I feel like. Yeah. All of the Capaldi ones, we were like yes. varying degrees of womp womp. Yeah, which very fair. was I think, really interesting. I think that's very fair. It. 
So Last Christmas is the one that's sort of a riff on Alien meets Inception meets Father Christmas. This is the one with uh, Nick Frost, or boy Nick Frost, mm-hmm. as uh, Santa Claus, or a uh, uh, an apparition of, of Santa Claus, or a uh, ghost, uh, an imagined Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, sort of right after Clara has lost, um, what's his name? Boyfriend. Danny Pink. Danny. God. Yes. Thank you, Nick. That's why I ask you these things. I don't I can't remember character names and you Didn't remember you everything. Just watch this? Yeah, I know. Well, I did I I've watched like seven that's, since then. So no, oh yeah, I know. I was doing like four a day. Yeah. You guys think about we we probably heard Comfort and Joy like thirty two times. Yeah, that's week. probably true. And um, that song, the the Oh the weird dun, 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 dun. Yes, that one. Yeah. So so Danny so Dan, this is this is Danny Pink is just died sacrificed himself as a cyberman first time they went up against missy and death in heaven right and uh uh and so this is like i remember going into this we thought clara was out we thought this was going to be her last episode i remember that going into this yeah and not to i'm sure we talked about this in the proper episode but like the episode uh, it was the table read of the episode that jenna coleman decided that she did in fact want to stay yes and so they did rewrites right 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 um, so Christmas invasion versus last Christmas, where do we want to start in terms of let's, I want to talk about Christmas invasion first, please. Um, just because like I went through a weird thing, a weird thing happened to me while I was watching, rewatching all of these. And I think what it came, it shook out to is that now that we are two showrunners past Russell T Davies, mm. And so much time has passed. I have found that I don't think his era ages very well. Mm. Um, I uh, I didn't love this this time. And this is usually my go-to Christmas special. Sure. This is the one that I've watched every year, probably since it aired. I'm like, oh, well, if I'm going to watch a Doctor Who Christmas special that isn't new, I'm going to watch Christmas Invasion. Mm-hmm. Like, Because to me, it was always the most Christmassy in my mind. But... Having watched all of them now, this is nowhere near the most Christmassy, and the Doctor's not in it a lot. It's mostly, you know, the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, the everyone like the the aliens threatening people by like they're gonna all kill themselves. That's a bummer. <laughs> uh, like like any any like blood magic or whatever it was they were using voodoo. Blood. I mean that's what I mean. it might as well be blood yeah, magic. Yeah. Um, I, oh no, I didn't even know you were. I thought that's what David Tennant calls it in the episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. He calls it blood something else. Blood something because he tastes the blood and yeah. he's like, oh blood, oh blood. I don't I remember what he says. He doesn't say blood magic, but he's like blood magic. Oh, it's been <laughs> blood years since I've blood magic. Yeah, I love blood, blood bending. bending. <laughs> blood bending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean so the last those those like 10 minutes of him taking out those those like outsmarting everybody the sword fight quoting the lion king like all of that that first when when the when when the when the alien starts talking in english and he pops out of the tardis yeah. those 10 minutes up until he whispers in that dude's ear are iconic iconic amazing doctor stuff everything before that is like oh my god get to the point this is taking forever and everything after that um well and i really i really think that the whisper 
ages extremely Ooh. poorly. Ex- especially after like post 2016 election. Yeah. 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 The, that's the, society's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, it was it was it was a it was a problem then. And that's why it. And it's only gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It uh, hits different, as the kids say. Very much so. Yeah. Um, and I do like that. It's the only like Christmas dinner that like the doctor goes to for like the 10th doctor goes to for like a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, uh, like he keeps getting invited at and the end of his episodes. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll meet you over there. And then he just bails. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a bunch of times. Um, you know, and I like seeing him in the outfit for the first time. But mm-hmm. like overall, this one uh, was was a weaker point over my uh, marathon. Mm-hmm. What, what about yeah. what about you, Cass? Yeah, I was like, oh, Christmas Invasion versus Last Christmas. That's kind of a shoo-in. And it was not, Yeah, dear listener. It was not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah, it was very weird. What about you? I had a lot of fun with this one. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 it was, th- it was this year because I don't, I always watch bits of it because it's always on BBC America. Sure. Um, on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, yeah. you know, and I just really hold a really a lot of affection for the Russell T Davies era mm-hmm. and his supporting cast and just the way that that London, his London in the show, really felt like a world. Mm-hmm. And so when it kind of when the Doctor was asleep. And it shifted into Jackie Tyler, Mickey, and Rose, mm-hmm. and um, PM. I can't believe Harriet I'm forgetting. Jones, I can't Prime believe I forgot Harriet yeah. Jones, Prime Minister. Wow. Um, and like I just and like I I I love living in that world, and yeah, and the, the uh, yeah the, the when when the Doctor came back, it, I I really found like this episode was the, like the Rosetta Stone for the Tenth Doctor in a lot of ways, which makes sense because it's his first episode. Yeah, but. Every 10 story that I watched, I was like, there it is. Mm-hmm. When he went, like the first thing he does, the first thing 10, the first decision the 10 really makes is he grabs a sword and he has a sword fight. Yeah. He is a swashbuckler. Yeah. And when he loses his hand and he's like, this is a fighting hand and he grows a new one back. Yeah. <laughs> I kept seeing every time he would grab a sword in one of these specials, I was like, there he is. Yeah. That's that's who he is. And so, like, I don't know, like now that the era is, is old enough to for me to find it nostalgic, I I just really found this to be like I texted cast this. But like just the sight of Jackie Tyler setting a Christmas tree is like intensely nostalgic for me. Yeah, sure. And uh, I mean, oh, sorry. Oh, no, please. No. And then, like, I don't know. I had like the fun kind of like semi comic campy Russell T. Davies Independence Day of like finding out how the aliens got here and stuff. And it's all leading up to that. I like big uh, 10 moment, but I know mm. I enjoyed the ride a lot this time. Hmm. Yeah. Cause it was fun to rewatch, but um, I, I was surprised um, by a lot of the Moffat episodes mm-hmm. specifically, like all, all, all I, through this list. I yeah. came to like a, a pretty powerful realization um, yeah. over the course of this, which was just like, Oh wow, we gave Moffat a lot of shit, but oh my god, do I miss his era? Like yeah. I miss it so much. Yeah, like I don't want it to be that way again. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do like miss it. Like oh, that was fun when that was happening. Oh, see, I do want it to be like that again. I, and I, and I, I just mean, and I just mean fun because you mean I, fun. I find, I find that I find that Chibnall doesn't know what fun feels like. Um, is what it seems like to me because a, a lot of his era hasn't felt fun. It's felt uh, uh, interesting 
and uh, new, mm-hmm. and it certainly feels fresh, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it's not d- playful. It's not playful at all. Um, mm. To the way, the way that Moffat was just naturally, I think, and we'll we'll, we'll get yeah. But this is a Moffat. We're talking about Moffat, but yeah. like yeah, he 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 had so much fun with the toys mm-hmm. and having them do things that I don't think they were designed to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that worked, and sometimes the toy broke. Mm-hmm. But it was it was always really fun to watch. And mm-hmm. and I feel like Chibnall is, is the era has had some really strong moments and some really. You know, some not some not so fun moments, but it doesn't feel as like, whoa, what's going to happen? Now? Well, that that's not true because the last season was crazy. But. Well, yeah, it was at the end, but then like, you know, I I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not excited for it to come back, but it feels weird to be more excited about Captain Jack, yeah, in in the New Year's special than I yeah. am about anything else. I def yeah, I definitely miss the way the Moffat era made me feel, mm-hmm. and still can make me feel watching so many of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel so happy while I watch his yeah. episodes, like the whole time. So Whereas do- Chibnall, like, I mean, we'll get there, but like, you know, Chibnall's, Chibnall's like resolution, like it's a bummer. Like that episode's a bummer. It's scary. Um, <laughs> and I feel like that's a lot of his stuff is just kind of a bummer. He's just like, yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? Anyway, see you next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is just like feels like the the epitome of like, I don't know, just. Just it feels that's like not, the opposite, the absolute opposite yeah. of what Doctor Who should be. Well, that's do you not wanna... why I watch the show. Yeah, you know, like I watch the show to feel good about humanity, not to be bummed out by it. Right, right. Well, do do we want to see again to Last Christmas? Or yeah. So, talking? so, so Last Christmas, I remember tearing this one apart and just yeah. being like, I hated this. This is so boring. And Capaldi, I still haven't figured him out yet. I don't know if he's going to be a good doctor. It's been a season. I'm worried. You know, like I remember all feeling all of those things. Danny's dead. Right. The second time. So this is only the second time I've watched it. Um, and uh, Cass, you said it first. Yeah. Like you were like last Christmas hits different. And I was like, I don't know what she means by that. And then I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this episode rules. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> this episode's so good. Um. Yeah. Last Christmas is amazing. I. I. I love Last Christmas. I. I think this is awesome. Nick Frost. Man. You know. I remember at the time thinking like, God, I'm just so bummed that he's not really playing Santa. You know, because I felt like it was a waste of Nick Frost that he was just like in everyone's imagination. You know. But now watching it this time, knowing that that's what he is the whole time. Yeah. It didn't bother me because it just it made him the epitome of Santa Claus. Like. Right. Like literally, like the literal Santa Claus, you know, like because Santa isn't real. So the realest thing he can be is all of us collectively imagining him together and that thing becoming Nick some, Frost. Something we can, <laughs> something, yeah, something, uh, uh, something I noticed during about Nick Frost and why I think he's so perfect in this episode is he's a good enough actor to know that he doesn't, he's not just uh, charming and lovable and friendly. He is a charming, lovable, friendly man trying to be stern and serious. Yes. And, and so you just he just seems all the more lovable the whole yeah. time. Yeah. No, I love it. I love I love the the uh, the the mystery inception, which is that you don't know you're in inception. Mm-hmm. And then it just you just keep coming out of yeah. inception. This yeah. this this episode really did that. Uh, that one Rick and Morty with reverse giraffe mm-hmm. like four years earlier mm-hmm. where none of them are. None of them know which one's real. Yeah. Mr. Poopy butthole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God. 
this this episode ruled. This one blew me away. Probably maybe more than any other one. I I don't know. We'll see as we in terms in terms of like leaps in your perception of it. Right. Yeah. I was just like, holy moly, what was I thinking? This is awesome. (laughs) I I really appreciated the fact that twelve and Santa like didn't get along the whole time because he's it's the one version of the Doctor in the new era that like wouldn't be psyched about talking to Santa. Yeah. And like. Well, how do you fit all the toys in the sleigh? Bigger on the inside. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the the playfulness that we, that we were just talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, very Christmassy also, you know? You got to be in a Santa sleigh. Yeah, and I think uh, – and also Christmassy some, is that it's it's really sad. Yeah. And I think Doctor Who – It is sad, but it ultimately has a really happy ending. Yeah, yeah, but I think a lot of these understand. To me, sadness is like an important part of Christmas because uh-huh. it's like the end of the year, it's the end of the season, and so sure. like all the best Christmas stories to me are, are all have elements of death and mourning and loss in them. Mm-hmm. From Christmas Carol, to it's a Wonderful Life to Elf, and <laughs> and so Susan Wells, and and so with with uh, with this, like I, I I remember even then the thing that I really took away from this episode in 2014 was every Christmas is last Christmas, right. And it's just such a resonant and to me an important part of rewatchability mm-hmm. is you watch these specials to learn that and reflect on that mm-hmm. every year. And that 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 relate even though like it's been like years and years since I watched Death in Heaven, I don't mm-hmm. remember a lot of the details. Mm-hmm. Those scenes of of Clara learning to let having to let go of Danny and Danny like coaching her through it were like so like powerful to me and like i think just another thing i think we reflect on is that jenna coleman is a terrific actor oh my yes. god and, and just did, did so much crazy great work on the show god i do miss her i do miss her I, I i i love our companions currently and i'm excited to have more room for just like focusing on one mm-hmm. um in in the next series but yeah i mm-hmm. do miss I think I miss not spreading my the the not spreading the doctor companion relationship into an ensemble mm. because I don't know I don't think the ensemble works as well. I like the focused attention that just a doctor and a companion. Yeah, because even in the case of like um, when Bond. Arthur Darville was on the show, right? He was a supporting character. He wasn't. There was still the doctor companion relationship. And then he was a companion, but they they wrote him in a way that he was supporting to the two of them, you yeah. know. So like it didn't feel like he was too much on the TARDIS because they didn't give him the focus that they're trying to like spread across the three companions that we have currently, you know. Yeah, in retrospect, he was always when he was in, when he was in the crew, it was always part of the narrative, right? It was always serving a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, okay. So, so, so let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about our, 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 what we're talking about. So qualitatively, Mm -hmm. my vote goes to last Christmas. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Okay. I'll, I mean, I really love both of them. I'll vote for Christmas Invasion just to give Christmas. I mean, does that like ruin anything? No. Okay, cool. I'll vote for Christmas. No. Okay. So, so we have, (laughs) so, so last Christmas has two points. And uh, Christmas Invasion has one point. Okay, so what was the next thing? It was Christmas Spirit? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Christmas Spirit. Santa. Santa. <laughs> uh, 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 killer Christmas trees, killer Santas, killer mm-hmm. robot Santas. Uh, man, I almost feel like these are almost equal. I um, I think I, I got tired of the, the Russell T. Like, I'm going to take 
your Christmas expectation and subvert it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Moffat's just like, nah, screw it. It's Christmas. Yeah, you know? that's true. That is true. Yeah, I think ultimately ultimately the message of Last Christmas feels more Christmassy, Mm -hmm. ultimately. I feel like the the Christmas invasion is more like just like decor, like decorations, you know? The theme of the the Christmas invasion is man will ultimately always react with wrath and war. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And and then... Merry Christmas. (laughs) And... And then, and and the patriarchy will then turn and take down and topple even our most powerful leaders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I think in terms of holiday cheer, gotta give it to Last Christmas. On the other hand, though, the doctor does find a Setsuma in his pocket. That's true. Uh, so yeah, oh, yeah, Last Christmas for sure. Your, your your man friend sure likes his snacks. Um, <laughs> Satsuma. <laughs> So okay, so last Christmas, mm-hmm. last Christmas for Cass. Uh, oh, in terms of recruit Christmas spirit, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, last Christmas. Okay, last Christmas. Okay, so that is now five points for last Christmas, one point for Christmas Invasion. <laughs> uh, that basically means last Christmas moves on. But what was the third rewatchability? Rewatchability. I mean, it's hard. It's with rewatchability. It's hard to say last Christmas because this is only the second time I was, I've rewatched it. I was about to say, and we've already like Christmas Invasion is already fifteen years old, and we're still like yeah watching it. So I guess for that sake, I got to give Christmas Invasion the rewatchability point. Um, what about you? I don't know because I don't really rewatch any of these except for like my my top one, which we'll get to. Um, yeah. I don't know. This is hard. Can I abstain? <laughs> I mean, you. it doesn't matter whether you do or not. Last Christmas okay. is moving on. Yeah, so. that's fair. Yeah, so vote yeah. with your heart. Yeah. All right. Probably Christmas Invasion, just because I've seen it more. Sure, of course. I'm going to say Last Christmas. Okay. Because I'm kind of with Scott, where like as much as I enjoyed watching it this time, it has been 15 years, mm-hmm. and I don't know when I'm going to want to watch it again. Sure. Whereas now that I like know that I like la- Last Christmas, yeah, <laughs> which I didn't know that a few months ago, right? Like maybe right. I will want to watch it again next year. I need to point out this is only the second time that Nick has watched Last Christmas. But when I was watching Last Christmas in the living room, <laughs> oh my I had it, I had it paused, and it was the scene right before she starts dancing. The, the character starts dancing. Shona. And yeah. she, Shona. And she's standing at the doorway before entering the room. Her back is to the camera. And it's just her back, shoulders, and back of her head in front of a door, a future door. And that's it. And I had it paused on that. And Nick came walking through the living room, looked at the TV screen. He goes, oh, last Christmas. <laughs> so despite nice. having only seen it one time six years ago. <laughs> He still knew what episode it was by the back of someone's head. Oh, sure. Man, I love Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man, for sure. I And, uh, I, yeah, like, I, man, I love Shona. Yeah. Her dance is great. She would have, I, 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 she just wanted to be friends with everybody at the end. It was so sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, it was good. It was good. And you know what? I, I almost wonder if that episode was a low key, like, kind of like nudge at Prometheus in terms oh. of like, how everyone makes fun of that movie by being like, these scientists don't act like scientists. Yeah. And so like the whole episode, you're like, oh, oh scientists not acting like scientists. And it's like, <laughs> because they're not. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does what you just said about me recognizing Shona from the back of her head, does that clench rewatchability? It might. 
Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, last Christmas was it was always going to win. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm. And I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I thought for sure. I right? thought Christmas Invasion was a shoe in. Is, is this one of those times where like we're in our little world, but like if other Doctor Who people heard this, they would be like, "What the hell?" I have no idea. I'll be totally honest. I don't. I know. don't think so because like nobody watched Capaldi. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, some people skipped Capaldi and just yeah. started with Jodie Whittaker again. Uh, just because, I mean, it's not the way. Look, I, yeah, I, I feel like if they watched the Capaldi era, they would have a new respect for the, the Smith era, um, that I think they lost over the course of his run. I mean, I um, do. And I think that, mm-hmm. I, I think that going, going, but going into the Capaldi era, like, and like, I mean, we'll get there, but like, I think Moffat looks back at the Smith era and was like, yeah, I had fun, but I also made a lot of mistakes. And that's what this doctor's about. Um, and I, it gives me a I, I more think, perspective. Yeah, it gives me perspective on the whole Moffat era. Um, and so I think the Capaldi era makes the Smith era better, mm-hmm. personally. Like how Clone Wars makes the prequels better. That's true. It is. Um, okay. Our next round one mashup. Uh, Voyage, 2007's Voyage of the Damned. Going up against 2015's Husbands of River Song. Um, so that is, let's see. Uh, oh, you know what? I credited, I credited Russell T. Davies and James Haas on Christmas Invasion. I didn't, I didn't credit Last Christmas, which is written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Paul Wilmshurst. Hmm. So uh, there we go. Okay, so this one is, uh, let's see, Voyage of the Damned, written by Russell T. Davies, of course, directed by James Strong. Uh, and... Then what is the other one? Uh, Husbands of River Song, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Douglas McKinnon. So, um, Voyage of the Dam. That's the Titanic, space Titanic one. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of a riff on... Um, Titanic? Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, Poseidon Adventure. Poseidon Adventure, yes. Um, that's the irony, is that it's not... It's not. You would think it would be based on Titanic, but it isn't. It's based on... <laughs> that one guy has Billy Zane vibes. For sure. <laughs> um, though, although I think there's a similar character in Poseidon Adventure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, uh, Husbands of River Song, that is the second um, Peter Capaldi uh, episode. And it's sort of a space screwball comedy. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I would describe it. It's like a screwball comedy with like a little a little like, like tragic romance there at the mm-hmm. end. It happened one night in space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's where that one's at. It's the it's the introduction of uh, of, Arnold. of Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The most popular Doctor <laughs> Who character of all time. Um, he didn't bother <laughs> me this time because I I've already I'd already fallen in love with him. In the, right. In, in the next season. So. It made me appreciate what a crazy arc the character has, yes. goes through. Yes. Yeah. Matt Lucas, um, you know, and, and I like him on British Bake Off now. Oh, good. Yeah. You? He's, okay. he's, he's good. He's a good host. So anyway, um, he has a very soothing voice for the show, actually. Like nice. when he does the descriptions of what they're baking and stuff. Miranda made it's, a cake. It's, no, it's, it doesn't sound like that. He has like a very nice like voiceover voice. Oh. It's really good. Um, anyway, so uh, all right. So let's start with Voyage of the Damned. Voyage of the Damned. You have a confession. Oh yeah, Cassandra, I I have never seen this episode before. What? I had never seen it. And uh and then What? <laughs> no, I just I just I just have never seen it. Wow. <laughs> uh 
I remember for whatever real world reason, watching the last few David Tennant specials were difficult. Um, like I was missing them or I wasn't watching them when they premiered. Mm-hmm. And so I just this missed one, that. This one's before season four. Right. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Post, post Martha. Oh, pre-Donna. that's right. I always forget that. Yeah. Martha leaves titanic yeah 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 so i don't know why i didn't watch i haven't seen this interesting but yeah and then uh, it came up while scott and i were recording something and uh, the home alone commentary home alone commentary yeah and scott was like you've never seen it and i was like no i was gonna watch it and so we sat down and we watched it together nice Mm -hmm. um it was a lot of fun yeah i'm gonna i is this controversial to say i think this is the best russell t davies christmas special oh this is my least favorite one of all Oh, wow. Throwdown. Of like all 16 that we're covering. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting. Which was weird because I was like, oh, Voyage of the Damned and Husbands of River Song. That's all so easy. It's not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Can can we start with you then? Sure. Um, This was really boring. Um, Oh, interesting. Yeah. I I guess because this is like the third or fourth time I've watched it because we just like going through all Tenet, you just watch all of Tenet or at least I do. Um. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a bummer. Everyone dies. Um, That's true. Was, it's the I opposite wasn't... of everyone lives, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, Just this one time, everyone dies. I feel like a lot of the Russell T um, like gags and stuff don't have not aged well. Like mm-hmm. it made me really sad that the couple that was like fat, you know, was always eating. Um, like that yeah. got really tiresome really quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't uh his 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 thing with that always it 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 feels like this weird double-edged sword thing where it was like I'm going to I'm going to do something nice. I'm going to cast two overweight actors and they're going to be real characters and they're both going to have big heroic moments and it's going to be it's going to be really nice. And they're going to have like a really fun story arc and it's going to be really good. But also we're going to make fun of them about how much they're eating all the time and how, yeah, how it, poor they are and how bad with money she is. Yeah. And obviously they're bad with calories it's, because uh, look at them. It's like that's, yeah. that's the that's the joke. And it's like it's like it's a little bitchy. Like well, that's the best I can I can I can <laughs> explain it. It just feels very bitchy. Like that's a real bitchy move, Russell T. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, I, it, it's kind of like uh it, it, it's a thing that happens a lot of times in media when they do try to like have characters who aren't the only kind of person that's allowed to be on TV, right? Which is like people like Kylie Minogue and David Tennant, sure. Mm-hmm. And so when they're people who aren't that way, mm-hmm. that is like the focus. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a native character in New Mutants, and immediately the character is like belittled and called native slurs, and right. there's like gross jokes about like Standing Rock, and it's like, don't call this inclusion. Right, yeah. because like I've when the what the hell so, and, and yeah, so with those two characters, I was like holding two things in both hands because like I've always appreciated how, whether it's Donna Noble or Jackie Tyler or these characters, Russell T. D. Davies has characters that aren't clever or sexy or witty that are just allowed to be lame and and like kind of like working class and like they mm-hmm. like they're on the competition because they want a contest mm-hmm. and so everyone's like they're and they're wearing like lame rodeo clothes because they're like it's earth themed right yeah so like i related to these characters and i empathize with them but yeah there were all these like like you said bitchy like weird fat jokes that it was like no look but the mean guy's saying it i'm like yeah but you're writing it 
And right. and also you're still filming them like feeding like shoveling yeah, food down each other. And each like other's making throat. them be like eating food yeah. and like making the plot be so that it matters that they're plus sized. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. and and so yeah, so it was like parts of the dude that they're like, Oh, I like this of you know, when they're like the doctor's the only one who doesn't treat them like people. But then there were like all these weird like fat jokes and like yeah. So like that that part hasn't aged well, and it's kind of like the stuff that like the the farting and the weird like mm-hmm. sitcommy jokes. Like both, it's interesting that both of them came from sitcoms, but their eras of the show are so different and use that kind of sitcom humor so differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's um. I appreciated it that everyone died because I recognized it as like a callback to the Poseidon adventure. But sure. it is also like a super bummer. Well, and it's <laughs> it's the fact that like all the cool people died. Yeah. Like all of the all of the worst characters are the only ones that survived. Mm-hmm. Um with the exception of Alonzo, I guess. Um and the 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 stowaway criminal guy, the professor of earthonomics. Oh yeah, the earthonomics guy, right. Yeah. Yeah. He who, was who he has was, that he was okay. And he has that moment where he's like, it, it sucks, right, Doctor? That the, the cool people died. But what are you going to do? Yeah. Can't be God. Yeah. Yeah. David Tennant's like, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> 12 episodes later. <laughs> um, yeah, I do really like Astrid. I think that it would have been a cool thing to have her as a companion. Um, just for the sake of like having someone who wasn't. I wouldn't want her to replace anyone. I would have just wanted another season, like an extra season where she got to be a companion for a season. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like, I like the idea that he finally would have a companion that wasn't an earth girl, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I kind of, I kind of dug that, but um, no, she had to die. So, you know, um, I don't know. I, I like this one the most of the Russell T Davies ones. Oh, I think. Really? Um, yeah, I really think I do. Something yeah. that I can only appreciate, I wouldn't have appreciated in 2007, mm-hmm. uh, Max Capricorn mm-hmm. is maybe to me the most like a classic Who villain mm-hmm. that I've seen on the show ever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so I just got, I mean, like, I, I was sad, but when Astrid, like, drove him off of into a, they just fell into the pit. And he's like, ah, I was, like, so happy. <laughs> I was like, God's. <laughs> Godspeed, Max Capricorn. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, um, yeah. So it is my favorite of the Russell T Davies era. I will say that um, the Russell T Davies era, though, did not age well for me this time around. Um, so uh, take from that what you will. Uh, <laughs> so, Husband's River Song. Yeah, this one played a lot better. Just like, yes. just like last Christmas, just yeah. like last Christmas for me, this one, I was like, I was like, oh, I, I really enjoyed this a lot. And mm. I guess maybe it's just, again, like you were saying earlier, you're going into it without the expectations, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you, you're also going in with the expectations of no remembering the last time you watched it. And so kind of knowing what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And so it, it feels like slipping into something comfortable mm-hmm. more so than like what it was the first time where it was like, what is this? You know, like things that I remember resenting on the show, like what's not even about Christmas. There's just like trees in the background when they're at a restaurant. And now like they didn't bother me, you know, five, how many, however many years later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought this was like really fun and funny. And I liked, I liked seeing Capaldi in like uh, one, like, 
bouncing off a river. Mm-hmm. And I liked their sort of um, their like dynamic because it was a very different dynamic from Matt Smith and even from David Tennant because David Tennant was just confused mm-hmm. the whole time. Um, <laughs> but but in this case, you know, it was kind of like a reverse. Actually, it was like it kind of formed a um, a, a tenant, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but it you know because you start off, she meets him, and he doesn't know her, and now. On their last meeting, she doesn't recognize him. And mm-hmm. so, like, it's, like, kind of a nice, um, I don't know, bookends to yeah, that to and the, relationship. And I think Moffat really mined some really fun screwball romantic comedy mm-hmm. out of, like, oh, he doesn't know or she doesn't know that he knows. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with this one. And the last 10 minutes, the whole restaurant sequence is um, really, really nice. And... Like the reveal that they're gonna that their night their last night together is twenty four years long is like pretty cool and actually in retrospect it adds to the fact that we went a whole year before another episode because during that year those were the twenty four years that he was spending with River yep. and so Aww. when we see him again in Mysterio it's like it feels like an eternity and he's like yeah I haven't done anything for twenty four years I've just Hung yeah. out with River. There's a moment with him and Goku where he's like, oh, 24 years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah, this one played really, really well for me this time. What, what are your thoughts on it, Cass? Yeah. It, um, I was once again surprised by how much I enjoyed it because I was kind of dreading rewatching it. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, in my mind, like, Voyage of the Damned, I was like, oh, yeah, I really like this one. And I don't like the River Song one. And then I watched Voyage of the Damned. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I watched <laughs> Husbands of River Song. And I was like, oh, this is so charming. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm into yeah. this one. It's it's so breezy. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's a plot. And there's even, like, kind of a cool plot. Where, like, it's and it's classic River. Where she just, she pretended to marry a guy because she wants the diamond in his brain. Yeah. And... And that's really fun. And like the Moffat episodes aged interestingly for me. And, and we'll talk about it more. But this was one that like really held up and I think was really him at his best. Mm. Where the, the jokes and the cuteness and the the even like the it just it played really well. It was also like the 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 sort of horniness that Moffat endows into that's some of word. his episodes yeah. um, was a little more <laughs> playful. Yeah. Here, rather than like, rather than like kind of icky, like it didn't make me, now the horniness made me feel icky in, <laughs> in, in Husbands of Riverside. That's, yeah. because, that's co- because they have really good chemistry yeah. um, with each other, which is surprising because like all we see River with is like Matt Smith, basically. Right, but like, right. yeah, I don't know. And then there's that, there's even that joke where Capaldi's like, why does everything have to be sexy? Like, why can't yeah, it just yeah. be, ugh. like, it just. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, this the dynamic was just more somehow more even. I don't know. Maybe it was just circumstances. Yeah, but yeah. And it, it was just fun seeing twelve off his game. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, either off his game or pretending to be off his game. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> the I get to do it properly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good. Okay, so, um, so if we're talking qualitative. I think I are are we are where 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 are you? I'm curious for you. Wow, I don't know which one is just better to you, like just on a on a on a structure story episode level. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Voyage of the Damned because maybe because it was a little bit like finding 
finding out that like you're a buddy you used to know has like an old voicemail you never heard. Oh sure. <laughs> your your dead friend. Yeah, my yeah. dead friend, the Russell T. Davies version of Doctor Who. <laughs> And yeah, I was like, oh my god, yeah, I remember this, and so yeah. like that totally affected it, and like, um, and and but I also just really appreciated like the story and just like mm-hmm. what he learns at the end of it, of like, or not what he doesn't learn, just what like happens to him. Yeah. Um, oh, we didn't even mention this is the first appearance of Bernard Cribbins, yeah. which was the best part of the episode. Oh hell yeah, Bernard Cribbins showing up and be like, "What do you expect? The last two Christmases, it's been a nightmare down here." Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was so good, and the reveal that. Uh, that the queen has refused to leave Windsor or Buckingham Palace, and he's like, "I, well, I'm not going to leave either. I'm going to stay here in my little newspaper shack because that's what our sovereign's doing." Yeah, uh, God bless her, bless her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man! And I, and then I was like, and I, and I was just all I could think was like, "This is the man that's going to be responsible for your death." You just met the man. You who's just, gonna you kill just met you. him. You just met the man who's going to kill you, and he's just like working in a newspaper stand. Hello. <sighs> Christmas in it. Um, so, uh, okay. So quality, I got to give it to uh, Husbands of River Song for me. Oh. I think it's a better nice. episode. Yeah. You too, right? Yes. Okay. Probably goes without saying, but got to hear it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, uh, rewatchability. Um, I think I'm going to go with Voyage of the Damned 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like kind of a dry spell with me when they get to the restaurant, but then they get me back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was more consistent for you. Uh, Voyage of the Dam for me was more consistently entertaining. Okay. Cass? This one's difficult. Um... If If I said to you, you have to watch one of these again before Christmas, which one are you watching? Uh, River Song. Well, then there's your answer. There you go. <laughs> um, and yeah, same for me. It's River Song. Nice. Uh, even though uh, Voyage of the Dam, I was the one that I was the least looking forward to because it was the one that I feel like I, I was like, yeah, I get it. It's a Titanic side adventure. They all die. Whatever. Yeah. But then like rewatching it again. And maybe it was like it was like the doctor with a companion who's seeing the universe for the first time. <laughs> I had Nick who had never <laughs> seen the episode. Oh, so maybe, maybe I was living a little vicariously <laughs> through him. Uh, but uh, I did. I did. I was surprised by how much I uh, ended up enjoying it in terms of the Russell T episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, I still have to give it to River Song for me. Um, so then there's uh, this one. This one's this one's interesting. Holiday Spirit. They both both to me feel more like New Year's Eve episodes. They're both very low key. Yeah. Um, very low key Christmas specials. Adult Christmas. Yeah. Um, man. Uh, husbands of River Song definitely more romantic. More romantic, less Christmas iconography. I think I have to give it to Voyage of the Damned yeah, for that. Yeah, I think it just yeah. wins by default. By default, yeah. The angels. Right. The robot angels. Right. And then them just going down on Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know. Um, Wilf, the spirit of Christmas. Right. He just mentions <laughs> Christmas more mm-hmm. in that episode. Yeah. So um, oh, there's all the weird, like, what the future thinks Christmas was like in the past right. jokes. Right. So that is... Five oh no, that's an upset. That's five votes for Voyage of the Damned. Voyage of the Damned. Because he voted for it, right? Three for him. He did all three Voyage of the Damned, and we both gave it one for Christmas Spirit. 
Yeah. And and then that's only four for. Uh, wow. Wow. I didn't see that one coming. All right. No, I didn't either. Hus- Husband's River Song gets eliminated. So that is uh, that that's going to Voyage of the Damned. All right. Um, if you guys are wondering, round one is always going to take longer because we actually have to talk about the episodes. Whereas right. in the next rounds, we don't have to. We just have to talk about them against each other. <laughs> um, okay, our next, our next, uh, our next uh, matchup in round one is this one's. This one's a rough one, I think. This, oh. I, I mean, I mean, to a certain extent, but it's the end of time part two versus a Christmas Carol. Now, uh, end of time part two, of course, Russell T Davies, Euros Lynn aired on New Year's Day. David Tennant's regeneration story, Christmas Carol, the next episode, the next Christmas special, um, the following year, the first Matt Smith written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Toby Haynes. And uh, of course, it's a all timer. So got Gamby. Yep. Got Gamby. Michael um, Gamby. We got Gamby. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the all timer twists. I think narrative twists in a Christmas Carol, um, in a Doctor Who episode, which is the reveal of who the ghost of uh, the ghost of uh, Christmas Future. Christmas. It's not called. What is it actually called? It's not Christmas, Christmas yet to come. Christmas yet to come. Yeah, um, that reveal of of who the ghost of Christmas yet to come is is I think one of the best narrative twists maybe in all of Doctor Who. Um, I think it's in a I definitely top ten, maybe top five narrative twist. It's really really good. Um, because you should have seen it coming, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't. And when it happens, you're like, oh, shit. Like, it's it's <laughs> really I mean, good. Because it's such a, it's such a, like, it's so obvious. Like, yes. sh- because of the, like, the time travel thing. Like, right. of course, that's what it yes. is. But it's, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's so yeah. good. And the reveal so good. Because, you know, uh, uh, this one definitely hits different this time around. Yes. Uh, the, just the plot of The yeah. Christmas Carol. And really the quandary of... You know, can a man that bad? What what could redeem someone who has lived his life that selfishly and that morally bankrupt? And it's like they Moffat solves it, right? Of like, oh wow, of like, yeah, because you, like, you you can't. He can't. His his argument is like you can't change him. Yeah. The only thing you can do is go back in time and change what made him that way in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like. It, it it it's so hard to make redemption feel earned mm-hmm. in stories like this, mm-hmm. and just the yeah the fact that he not only does it but does it in like you said like such an incredible narrative twist right is yeah it's it's under it's an underrated part of the episode for me to be honest but yeah. You're right yeah it's 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 really good so Christmas Carol all timer end of time part two um just rewatched this one before we started recording I watched this and Time of the Doctor uh, before recording just now um the first 40 minutes of this is uh, it, for me borderline unwatchable <laughs> um i i hate it so much i hate all of the master stuff in this all of it um i think it's awful um and that includes like the 40 minutes the master is in the previous episode in part one uh i think the hungry boy yeah i think the <laughs> I think the opening 20 minutes of End of Time Part 1 and the closing 20 minutes of End of Time Part 2 are uh, incredible. They're so, so good. Um, with the, but but in, in this episode in particular, the last 20 minutes are really, really excellent with the exception of a couple of things. I hate 
that when he's going around visiting everybody, getting his reward, that he's so somber. Like, he's just dour face the whole time. And I'm like, shouldn't you, like, express joy in this moment that you're, like, happy that you're seeing? It's your reward. You've called it a reward. <laughs> and you're, like, mad about it. Um, and that, that bums me out. I, I, don't, I don't like that that was David Tennant's acting choice. I don't know if that was in the script. Maybe it was. And it wasn't a choice. Um, but I don't love that he's not. I wanted more wistfulness, more of a, like a bittersweet quality to it. And instead, it's just him pouting for 20 minutes about l- losing it. And then the other part that I don't love is like I'm all for the tantrum that he throws when he realizes that he's – why he's going to die. I'm all for the tantrum. I think the tantrum's good, the this, this sort of selfish tantrum that he throws. The problem is that when he switches gears and is like it'll be an honor to die for you, I'm like – there was like no build up to him saying that, and so it felt like it, it felt like bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, where does the change happen? Yeah, there was like, no shift. Yeah, like it just shifts? was like a light switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I wish that after he threw that whole fit, he could have like built more up to. At the end of the day, it's going to be an honor to do this for you, because I have many lives, and it's selfish of me not to lose one of them to save you when you only have one Mm -hmm. you know like just having that having him say that and build up to that moment would i would have felt a lot better about it but instead it's just tantrum 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 (sighs) all right it'll be an honor to to do this okay get out you know and it's like (laughs) it's just like it doesn't play as well as i want it to sure for being like his last ride or his last Yeah. yeah his exit and in general, if we're talking about regeneration stories, I like as a regeneration story, I like that the episode sucks. Like I love that the end of time sucks because it reminds me a lot of like Logopolis, which yeah. sucks. I mean, it's <laughs> bad. And but it but like sometimes the doctor gets like a really pretentious lofty send off and the episode blows. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's kind of what this feels like to me. It's a grand whole, Doctor Who tradition. Yes, it is. It feels like a Doctor Who tradition. Yeah. So, like, I can't help but be charmed by how much it sucks. <laughs> it's bad. With, like, the green porcupine aliens. Yeah. Oh, man. It's bad. It's terrible. It sucks. Um, so, uh, for me, this one's, this one's uh, uh, I, think, I think this is obvious for me. Um, but I did want to put it up against something that, like, felt like it was going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think this is going to be difficult for any of us. But... I don't know. Cass, what are your what are your thoughts on both of these? I I will defend um end of time uh by saying that like when Russell T is at his most like Russell T Davies whatever mm-hmm. um I like that more than when Moffat is at his Moffatiest. Interesting. Mm. Um I think I might agree. Yeah, so uh, but Christmas Carol wins like every time. That's the only one I rewatch like constantly. Um Yeah. So sure. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's 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 arguably full disclosure. End of Time Part Two is one of the ones I did not get to rewatch, so mm-hmm. I can't you know with authority. I, I can't talk about how I feel about it now, but just how I felt about it in the past, which is like this is not how I would have chosen my favorite Doctor to leave. Sure, but uh, but yeah, some incredible acting by Bernard Cribbon. But I'm talking about Part One. What am I even saying? Um, yeah, I think Christmas Carol is like the height of the show. Yeah, I think that and the Doctor's Wife is like the best the show ever got. Arguably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're yeah. probably right. Like, I think they're great pieces of science fiction, science yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So let's uh, qualitatively, I think it goes to Christmas Carol across yes. the board, yeah. right? Yes. Uh, I think uh, repeat watching Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol across the board. <laughs> yeah. Um, though I will say, I will say, 
by by not a massive margin. I think the end of time. I watch the end of time a lot. I do, even though it blows. I I do. I watch it a lot because it it feels like Doctor Who to me. Yeah. So brings more memories. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. It makes me think about where I was and how I felt. How hyped. How emotional you were. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, but Christmas Carol definitely <laughs> and uh, Holiday Spirit. I mean Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol without a yeah. doubt. Without I mean question. I mean it's it, you know it's 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 even a New Year's special technically end of time part two yeah um so uh all right christmas carol christmas carol moves on um to the surprise of absolutely (laughs) no one listening to this (laughs) right um okay so the next one is interesting so this is 2011's the doctor the widow and the wardrobe uh which is written by stephen moffat and directed by farron blackburn who is a director i do not remember at all um, and, uh, uh, then we have the versus 2008's the next doctor <laughs> written by Russell D Davies and directed by Andy Goddard. Um, Sue, remember all those things that you said about voyage of the damned cast. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about the next doctor. This, <gasps> this episode's boring as shit. Oh I my hate God. this. Yeah, I was no. so <laughs> bored. I was like crawling out of my skin. I was so <laughs> bored watching this. That's so um, funny because, like, normally, like, yeah, I was like, oh, next doctor, lame. But, like, <laughs> both of these surprised me a lot. Um, I think the next doctor is one of the better Cybermen stories. Oh, I think I think I thought that, too. Yeah. I remember it, thinking, like, I'm really engaged by the Cybermen in this episode. Yeah. I like the evil Victorian lady. I don't know. It all it all works for me. Oh, oh. she would. M- Mercy was great. Yeah. I actually think she's like a real like I was. Her whole, I don't, she was like, her performance is really good and like how she ended up. Oh, can the Cyber King come back? Right. I, I, it's a Cyber King. It's a giant walking just, robot factory. And I'm like, why aren't those in every episode that you're in? You it's like a giant Cyberman mecha. And I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I, I will, I will agree with like the, the, the story wasn't like the, I don't know. I kind of found it like to be like the Doctor Who equivalent of like a Gotham by Gaslight. Mm. where by looking at this alt version of the doctor, I kind of found myself like, like, well, what, what, are, what, are, what is the doctor distilled? Mm-hmm. And there's that scene where, oh, what's the actor that plays the, uh, but, but you know, the guy that is like um, um, Sinclair, I think his name was like Jackson Sinclair. Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking. But uh, there's that scene where you find out that his TARDIS is a hot air balloon mm-hmm. and the doctor's like, Oh, what? <laughs> but then the new doc, the next doctor is like, no, like David Morrissey, D- David Morrissey is like, I have a dream that I'm going to hop on this balloon and fly away and all my problems are just going to be gone and it's going to be great and I'll finally be free to explore. And the doctor, David Tennant has this look of like, I, I know that feel, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's like your origin story mm-hmm. is you're a guy who just wanted to hop in a hot air balloon and get away from your hometown. Sure. And so like I found all these like, oh, and he helps people and like, yeah, what is the companion in this setting? And yeah, like I just found the whole like the the Cyberman plot to be really fun and interesting. And so yeah, I, I barely remembered this one period. And so I was I was like warmed by how entertained I was by this. Yeah, one. yeah. Um, I was bored, and I thought <laughs> that the entire conceit of the episode was built around Russell T Davies trolling the audience. And because I knew That's that, fair. That's fair. Because I because I knew that. It, I got no enjoyment out of it because I was like, oh, my God, just get to the point. He's not the doctor. I know. Get to the point. <laughs> um, and it just took 
40 minutes before that reveal came. And I was just like, everything that happened before this was a waste of time. To I, me. I guess I don't remember if I watched this the first time believing that he honestly was. Or if I immediately was like, well, he's clearly not a doctor. So what's the real why does he think he's the doctor? Well, the reason that it's a troll is because and it and it goes along like the all of these specials mm-hmm. were just Russell T trolling everybody. Because starting with the finale, with the regeneration in the finale from season four, mm-hmm. where the fake rege- I'm regenerating and then it's a cliffhanger. Right, right, right. They had just announced that David Tennant was gonna leave. Uh, and then the next episode was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just him just being like, <laughs> like, I'm like, they're gonna think that he's gonna regenerate. It's gonna be so funny. And then he's not. And then the next episode is the called The Next Doctor. That's the Christmas special. And it's like, oh, we're gonna meet the next doctor. Yeah. And then it's this guy. And yeah. it's like I remember, kinda like the name of the doctor. Yeah, a little bit. Where you're like, I'm gonna name the doctor. Yeah, like, no, like, no, don't I'm name not. the doctor. No, not. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at least the tradition continued after RTD. Yeah, to to oh, a certain yeah for sure. Um, uh, but the the troll of it just it I can't get past that part of it, and and it just feels like he created an entire story to me out built out of a troll, and I don't think that the episode quite holds up for me. Outside of that, I guess. Sure. Um, I really like the visual. Of the of of ten in the hot air balloon versus yeah. a a, a, me- a giant a toy robot mecha Cyberman. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Um, but in general, uh, yeah, this one's not for me. Uh, this ending- one might be my least favorite, actually, of all of the of all of them. That's fair. Uh, the ending of this prompted something that I wanted to bring up. This is a light discussion point. Uh, David Morrissey says, like, this beautiful man up in the sky, no one's ever thanked him. Well, not today. We're going to think. Can we put a moratorium on thanking the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like they get a fair shake. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I It's so, it's so, I was like, guys, guys the only reasons that they don't, that, that they don't thank him is because he bails yeah. before they can. So anyway, that's, yeah. it, it, that, that pricked me this time. No, no. It. Yeah, no, that, that was very much, that felt like a, uh. Uh, it's Christmas. No, no, it felt like a uh, uh, like a like a uh, uh, when you mess with Spider Man, you mess with oh, New York. Yeah, New when York. you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. You mess with the Doctor, <laughs> you mess with Victorian England. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. It was like it was like kind of a move like that. Yeah, 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 just like really cheesy and like I don't know. Yeah, this was not for me. Um, so big, big old thumbs down. I'm excited to hear you say positive things about the Doctor, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I yeah. feel like I've been waiting ten years for this. So, so the Doctor, <laughs> the Widow, and the Wardrobe was an episode that I really did not like when it aired. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it was coming off the heels of <laughs> the greatest episode, the, the worst yeah. episode of Doctor Who. Uh, oh, that's right, that's right. Which was uh, Wedding River Song, um, oh. and and then we got this. And uh, I think I was just like not in a good headspace for it. Um, and I remember thinking like, oh, God, Matt Smith is just like in full on cat in the hat, cat in the hat mode um, and not annoyed me. But uh, yeah, this time watching it, I really I really enjoyed it, even if I feel like it took a long way around to tell a short story. Um, like, I feel like there's not a lot of meat on the bone. There's some chuffa. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, fluff in it that I think that if they, like, this should have just been, like, a 45-minute episode, like a regular-length episode. But because it's a Christmas special, it has to be a full hour. And so there's 15 minutes in here that I feel like don't need to be there. Um, and uh, that would be my only, my only negative thing to say about it now. Mm-hmm. 
But that's not to say that I didn't enjoy the whole thing. I really did. I really, really enjoyed it a lot this time. So for me, like the, this one is like uh, this one's a no brainer for me in this in this mashup. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to I'm going to lose it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cass, what did you think of, of Doctor the Witch in the Wardrobe this time? Um, this one was also <laughs> a surprise because I, I remember not liking it um, mm-hmm. when it first came out. Um, and I really enjoyed it this time. This one was the only one that like moved me to tears. Usually like a few of them do. Um, but yeah, it's been, I don't know. I've only like watched it twice. Um, so this one was surprising. Mm -hmm. I really liked seeing Matt Smith in his full, like, I'm going to make sure that these kids have fun because they're children, you know? Yeah, it, it really, it, maybe it's just the passing of time, but like that aspect of it, of him is just really lovely to me. Yeah. yeah. And now that we're like two doctors removed, it, it becomes more special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like this one. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to, I think the reason a lot of that, the emotional stuff works is because of Claire Skinner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially that like emotional finale. I think that could veer into like, come on, like eye rolly sentimentality, but sure. she's so good and Matt Smith is so good with her that sure. I think that it pays off. Mm-hmm. No, it it's 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 really good. Um and and you know what? There's no problem with I, I think with with uh, a little sentimentality around Christmas. It's Christmas, especially, yeah. Especially something like that, where it's like a family reunited. There's a difference between that and everyone thank this man that never gets thanked. Like <laughs> that sucks. Um, but the but 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 the the this is yeah. a family being reunited on Christmas. That's nice in a that's good way. Nice. It feels like a Hallmark commercial kind of like the yeah. world, the, the dad like unabashedly. It's Christmas Day. Like the pilot gets to go home. The dad gets to see his family. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Bill so. Bailey. Yeah, Bill Bailey. Um, uh, a waste of Bill Bailey for I sure. Still, I I think I said that then, and I and I and I maintain that now, yeah. as opposed to the Nick Frost switcher right, that right. I have. Um, I think this was a waste of Bill Bailey because he rules, and this was th- this 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 was a waste. Um, okay, so qualitatively, which one's the better episode? Next Doctor or the Doctor of the Widow of the Wardrobe? This one's tricky. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I think like everybody knows my answer. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, it, cause you're right. Like, there's like a chunk of like I know I say I could watch Matt Smith wander through the woods and just saying stuff, mm-hmm. but like you don't have to have it, right? Um, I don't know, Cass. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, cause this is the one one of the ones that you switched up. Um, I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. My gut. I'm gonna go with qualitative. Uh, the next Doctor. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. Okay, so that's two to one. Uh, rewatchability. Uh, once again, I'm going Dr. Widow Wardrobe to the surprise of no Next one. Next doctor. Point. Uh, I'm going to also vote for, uh, for Dr. Witch in the Wardrobe okay. for rewatchability because this has like an annual holiday vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, three to three. So, holiday spirit, which one has more? Uh, if you're talking the first 30 seconds of an episode, <laughs> I would vote for Next Doctor. Um, otherwise I have to go with, uh, Dr. Widow in the wardrobe. Yeah. That um, one. I mean, there's like a forest full of Christmas trees. So yeah, me as well with, with organic ornaments. Yeah. yeah that's, and like, uh, the doctor, like making the Christmas tree for Cyril and like just the aesthetic of like, it's like world war two and London and the winter and the blitz mm-hmm. and Narnia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moffat always 
found a way to thread the needle between science fiction and fairy tale. And yeah. I think I think this is one of his better fairy tales. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next doctor gave a good fight, but the doctor, the widow, and the wardrobe is uh, going on to the next round. So our next matchup is 2012's The Snowmen, uh, written by Stephen Moffat, directed by Saul Medstein, and Resolution, the first New Year's <laughs> Day holiday special, holiday special on New Year's Day, um, not counting End of Time Part 2 because it's a part two. Uh, but, uh, this is, uh, Chris Chibnall and, uh, directed by Wayne Yip. Um, Sue. Is this the one where Graham says you be Kaye robots? I don't. No. No. That's Spy Hard, right? Isn't that Spy Hard? Um, I, it didn't happen in either of those. So maybe it was in part two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might've been in Spy Hard part two. That, that bit. Spy Hard. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Spyfall. Is it? Oh, Spyfall. Spyhard's that hilarious Leslie Nielsen movie. <laughs> right. Spyfall. Yeah. Um, okay. So Resolution uh, versus The Snowmen. Um, uh, Cass, why don't you start? Uh, I think I'm going to surprise you guys by saying I love The Snowmen. Mm. Another surprise. Yeah. That is a surprise. Were all three of us lukewarm on this one back think, in 2012? I think so. Very much so. Very much so. Well, we had just seen Dark Knight Rises. Sure. And Put so a sour taste in our mouths. <laughs> we were over the like, ah, something bad happened to me. I'm going to go away for 12 years. Yeah, I think I think we were I think we were pretty like I, I think part of it, too, was Time of the Angels was like. We were like, really? Like, you're why are you so to- what makes the, these companions so special that you're so tore up that they lived to death? They didn't even die. They lived to death. Um, at, which is exactly you. what happens to him in his regeneration story. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they blew up in a rocket. Yeah, yeah. In front of you, right? <laughs> and, and also killed the dinosaurs. Um, of course. <laughs> let us not forget. Um, yeah this 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 was nice. I I love seeing the Why Are They Here Brigade again. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they're so I'm, fun. I'm, I, we've just totally turned around on them. I think what they they just needed a nickname. As soon as we gave them a nickname, we like named them like a oh, pet we don't want. The uh, you know the, the me- like the memory worm is like such a great joke. Yeah, of like when he comes back into the frame. Yeah, like, where's what? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, remember, I miss. I'm, yeah, please. Oh, I I remember because um, I stopped watching Doctor Who after this because um, mm-hmm. I watched Bells of St John. I think the first half of it and i was like this sucks i'm done (laughs) um but i remember really liking clara in this episode so Mm. like when she showed up in bells of saint john i was like well where's that clara like i like sure i like victorian clara um because she's a tavern wench which is your jam it yes she has a great wardrobe. <laughs> I love. I love well, she's it. a tavern wench who moonlights as, as a, a whimsical as a whimsical nanny, as like a Mary yeah. Poppins. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's something about like Victorian England around Christmas time too. That mm-hmm. whole aesthetic that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Um. So full disclosure, I did not get a chance to rewatch Resolution, mm. and this was probably the episode that I uh, uh, no pun intended, uh, listeners, the coldest on. The upon snowman? the snowman <laughs> oh, okay. upon a rewatch the, uh, we talked earlier about how 
uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I'm never going to call it, by the way. <laughs> the, the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe and other episodes was like Moffat at his best. This was kind of when he started relying. To me, it got a little hacky. Hmm. Where it's like, I wish I loved anything as much as Stephen Moffat loved saying Doctor Who in the show Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it happens like four times in this. Uh, he, t- he live tweeted Christmas Carol uh, the other day. Um, he like created his like seventeenth Twitter account because that's what he does. He creates a new Twitter account and then he deletes it uh, just to do a live tweet um, because he doesn't want to be on Twitter anymore uh, because people yelled at him. Sure. Um, and uh, 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 that's what the episode listen was about. Um, he uh, uh, he yeah he made fun of himself for that. He yeah. was like he was like he was like wow uh, if if there was a rule if there, like something something about like there being there should be a rule for someone who uses the title of their show in, as dialogue in their show um, so that I would have been fired a lot earlier <laughs> or something like that, he said. <laughs> and like, yeah, and like, I don't know, like when Clara kisses the doctor, it feels weird and like their flirting feels like, I, I remember thinking like, oh, I think this is how Scott feels about Rose and Ten. Mm. Um, and then it all leads up, it's all a teaser to how awesome and cool and mind-blowing the impossible girl mystery is going yeah. to be. Yeah. And and so it like just I, I loved I loved Ian McKellen and Richard E. Grant. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing Jenny and Vastra and and Strax again. I thought that were really fun. But yeah, most of the episode to me felt like a waste of time. Mm, interesting. Um, I'm with you, Cass. I had a lot of fun watching it this time. Yeah. Um, I, I think this was uh, I don't know. Like, I guess I guess, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think I think I um I quickly discovered how much I missed like Eleven's vibe. Oh, sure. Um, and, and it was restrained in this episode because of the nature of like his character arc in this episode. Um, but I still like, I, 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 I just love his little, his little, he gets little jabs in mm-hmm. sometimes and just throws them out there. And if you don't hear it, you don't hear it. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just, there's something that I really, really like about that where um, you were talking about that quote that somebody said where Matt Smith doctor is like an old man's idea of a young man. And like, he's so crotchety in this episode, mm-hmm. but like, he still has that like sort of youthful spark about him every once in a while. Mm-hmm. There are times when I think he's the best actor to ever play the role. It's that's entirely possible. Um, I mean, David Tennant is up there and I would have loved to have seen him do more. Um, that was like less, well, the thing about it is the reason that his, his, he worked so well in that era is because he's such a good classically trained actor Mm -hmm. that he elevates the really campy stuff. Sure. Um, to, he he knows uh, how to to, play to the seats. Yeah. Yeah. And he just grounds it too. He knows how to ground it, how to balance it. Yeah. Um, I think it's the juxtaposition of being him, him being so young, Matt Smith. Sure. And being so good at playing old. Yeah. Especially in the snowman where you really feel like he's like this old crotchety old man with the hat. I love the hat too. Yeah. It's a great hat. Yeah. Um, I really like this one. I love um, the um, – because we were talking about earlier about how Moffat really relies – or not relies on, but like plays with the fairy tale aspect of Doctor Who. And mm-hmm. like the image of that spiral staircase in the clouds, like that rocks. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's, it's it's like the purest – yeah, it's like it's dreamlike. It's, yeah. 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 It's like a Hans Christian Andersen. It's book. even great when she falls off of it. Oof. Um, <laughs> oof. That's the sound she made no. when she landed. No, Scott, I'm no. It's Christmas. Um, 
<laughs> um, uh, it was a slow death too. That's the that's oh. the worst thing. It wasn't even instant. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and then the 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 I do like the gag where where the doctor is uh, Sherlock Holmes. I think that that I mm. thought, and they play the the Sherlock theme for like a half a second. Oh, is that what that fun. is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I don't know. It's it's stupid and yeah. it's like meta, but like I thought it was. Fun. It was also because I was like that was him, the return of the Cat in the Hat Doctor. Uh huh. That was him showing like I'm back in the game, I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was it was also like so it was like funny because it's like oh yeah, Moffat writes Sherlock and he's playing Sherlock, but it was also funny because you know the the legend, which is that he cast Matt Smith, and when he cast Matt Smith, he was like. I, I'm just going to cast you as either one. Your choice. Oh, right. Do you want to play? Do you want to play the Doctor or do you want to play Sherlock? Because I will cast you in either one. And then he ended up picking the Doctor. And then Benedict Cumberbatch goes over to to Sherlock. But so like I just like that. Like we get like a little taste of what <laughs> his Sherlock would have been, um, <laughs> which I think is fun. I don't know. Um, so resolution. Epic. Uh, epic opening. I really like the epic opening. Like it made it feel like big. Yeah. You know, um, in a way that I really liked. And, um, and then there's the, uh, the stuff like, um, uh, like the, the, I guess the horror of it, like him turning, like a Dalek turning a person into his like Cassie. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I remember that actress was just so great. She was really good. I really, I remember just being, I'm not often unsettled. Yeah. By Doctor Who. Yeah. And that was like unsettling. Yeah. In a really effective way. I think I think Resolution is a good episode. I don't like that it's called Resolution and not Resolution of the Dalek. Yeah. Because I think it I think it should be, but but he didn't want to spoil it. He didn't want to spoil that a Dalek was in this because the Daleks hadn't shown up yet in mm-hmm. this era. Mm-hmm. So it was gonna be a big deal. I get it. But like now in retrospect, I feel like it should be called Re- Resolution of the Dalek. Sure. Um but it's uh it's yeah, I mean it's a good episode. I like it. I like I, I enjoy it. I really do. It's one of the best of I think um 13's era. Yeah, I agree with that. Y- yeah. Yeah, I wish I had found time to rewatch it. Yeah, it's good. Um okay. Qualitatively, which episode's better? This one's actually tough for me. I think I think I'm going to give it to Resolution. I think it's a better written episode. Um, I'm going to assume that you're I'm going to assume that I would agree with you if I had rewatched Resolution. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um and then uh rewatchability? Snowman. I'm going to give it to the Snowman. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess like if you ask if the question is like which one would you rewatch again first? Right. You know, the Snowman probably. And then uh uh Christmas. I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Snowman. snowman. That's not even fair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so so there we go. Um so that's the snowman moving on to the next round. That's silly. Um okay. Twice upon a time versus the time of the doctor. That is the two Moffat regeneration stories. <laughs> One of them is the last Moffat episode ever? Yep. Twice upon a time. Last uh, last Moffat episode ever. So I we just watched Time of the Doctor right before yeah, starting this recording. Um I still really enjoy it. Uh, uh, it is not even close to twice upon a time to me. Um, I think twice upon a time is beautiful in a way, like not only is it great as a regeneration story, 
and the fact that you know you're syncing up the first doctor of a new regeneration cycle with the first doctor of the previous regeneration cycle and they're both having trouble letting go I think that's really good. I also love that the message of the episode on a metatextual level, in the same way that the I don't want to go was Russell T. Davies saying, I don't want to let go of the show, but I know it's time, but I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. This is Moffat being like, hey, I don't ever want to leave this show. I kind of just want it to end with me, but I also know that that's not how this show is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. That's the history of the doctor is that he goes on. That the yeah. doctor goes on and, and goes into new adventures that I'm not going to be a part of. And I have to let go of that. Um, and I think that's beautiful. I think that this, I, I love this episode. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Time of the doctor is very good, mm-hmm. but, and I think I'm, I'm impressed by how much Moffat <laughs> got done in that episode, even if all of it doesn't quite hang together. And some of it really does feel like somebody writing the essay the night before the, the yeah. day before it's due. Um, uh, but, but I, I still really enjoy myself watching the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a no brainer for me that the twice upon a time is, cause I think they're about equal on Christmas and whatnot for me, but, um, Christmas in the time of war. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. They, they save the Christmas. The Christmas is a reveal at okay. the end of the episode because the whole time you're like, where's the Christmas? Just because it's snow. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Christmas at the very, very end. Yeah. Um, Full but, disclosure, I did not get to rewatch Twice Upon a Time. Yeah. Um, but I, I love Twice Upon a Time. I think it's I think it's incredible. So uh, that's that's where my vote's going. What, what about you, Cass? Time of the Doctor still sucks. OK. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one that I didn't like flip flop on. I still yeah. don't like it. I found a lot of time of the doctor to be really emotionally effective mm. uh, because listener, like 2% of, of the silent storyline has stayed in my brain. <laughs> I, so like, I didn't know if that worked this time around, you know what I mean? Like the reveal of the church and what they were doing. So like just taken as like a fairy tale legend of how the 11th doctor died. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found it to be really. I, I I just like the him staying in a town. I just found it to be kind of like, uh, kind of what we keep saying, where it feels like it didn't have to be an hour. It could have just been like a fairy tale or a storybook. Sure, but I was just blown away by Matt Smith's performance in this episode mm-hmm. and how he's able to nail each stage of this Doctor and play him to such like play him to like his age. You feel it, mm-hmm. and you also feel like the sorrow and like mm-hmm. the I don't and I don't know like how Moffat really stretched 11 to his limits Mm -hmm. to where when he regenerates, I'm almost like relieved. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sad when 10 dies, but I'm like, Oh boy, like you earned a rest. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I would, I get what he's trying to do Mm -hmm. with the doctor and like where it's like, okay, he knows that he's not going to regenerate this time. Mm -hmm. So he's just going to hang out in this town and he's not going to leave and he's just going to protect it because it's the only thing he can do. And so he's just going to keep going, keep protecting until he dies of old age. And I get that, and I like that. I think it would have been better if he was doing it on Earth. Mm. Um, like if mm. he had if he had found a town in Earth, yeah, where like he that. did that. I think it would have been way better than like this fictional Trenzalore. Christmas town. Yeah, on Trenzalore, and it's only Trenzalore to like make the essay make sense. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, whereas, but but you could have done Trenzalore and like. He could have found another way to make Transalore a thing. Maybe it was a town called Transalore. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like a village in England called Transalore. Like whatever. Yeah. And I will say this is a weird episode from Clara's perspective. Yeah. And I think I said this out loud to Scott. I'm almost I'm happy for her that Eleven regenerated. Mm-hmm. Because like 
there's some weird relationship politics in this episode. Yeah. Um, and there is like, there was some Moffat ickiness where like they're mm-hmm. both you make a you go out of your way to tell us that they're both really naked. Right. And then you like and you're like, am I supposed to be thinking about that for the rest of the episode? Is that yeah. they're naked? Like why? And like they were like, I don't know. There's a moment where she was like, they appear out outside, like on Trenzalore in the snow, and she's like cold. I'm and cold. He's, and he's like putting his arms around her and like warming her up. I'm like, stop it. She's naked. You stop told doing us that. they're naked. You told me that she was naked. Stop touching her. <laughs> but the and then like she gets her like a, an angel grabs her ankle and she's like, oh my boot. And he's like, you're not wearing a boot, remember? And then. And then they tumble through the snow together, and I'm like, you just made me remind myself that they're naked. Yeah. Now I'm supposed to believe that they're not, like, dying of hype. It was weird. And yeah. so... Not into that. And this was kind of the part where I'm like, wow, I don't want... Like, I'm, I miss the Moffat era, but I'm also like, this wasn't perfect, and, like, this needed to die. Or just, it was time to move on, because this was, like, as big as it ever got. And he really made you appreciate how big a scope the Matt Smith era got. Yeah. And I was like, bravo. And how much smaller 12 got and how much it was better for it as mm-hmm. a result. Yeah, I think... Also, um, would Cybermen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think True. Time of the Doctor and... Like, watching Time of the Doctor and End of Time um, and comparing them, like, that's mm, where yeah. I get my, like, okay, I can handle Russell T at his, like, maximum. Mm. But, like, Watching Time of the Doctor, I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. I'm kind of done with this. <laughs> the part where sure. the, the crack just spits him out a new set of regenerations, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a crack to crack to Gallifrey. Crack to um, Gallifrey. Crack to Gallifrey. So how are we voting on this? This is interesting. Uh, well, we didn't get uh, thoughts on uh, Twice Upon a Time cast. What was your what oh. was your rewatch of that? Um, because you didn't you weren't crazy about it. I liked it. I liked it just fine. Um, it's it's kind okay. of middling in the list for me. Um, sure, but I I yeah I like. I it. also really like yeah I like it too though that like he uses the first Doctor to comment on the first half of his time as showrunner, like where he's saying inappropriate things and he's just like you can't yeah 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 please just stop. Like you can tell that Moffat is really embarrassed by the way that he used to write stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, because you could tell that like, I think listen was the first example. That episode was him being like, I kind of messed up guys. I kind of messed up and I can see that now, you mm. know? And I don't know what it was that switched over, but I think, I really think that that episode was him being like, yeah, I uh, made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. What if I reflect, what if I use the doctor to do some reflection as like this time that I've spent running this like inst- British institution? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay. So <laughs> qualitatively, uh, twi- twice upon a time yes. for me. Yes. Um. I, yeah. Like, I feel weird voting for or against something I haven't seen in a long time. Sure. Um, I think I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just tapping into my emotions, mm-hmm. what I remember. And I, d- I do think I remember being really impressed by twice upon a time as an episode. Okay. So twice upon a time, qualitatively, uh, rewatch twice upon a time for me. Yeah. I agree with that. Yep. I'm, I, I want to watch it n- now. Sure. <laughs> and I don't want to watch twi- time of the doctor again. Well, there you go. So technically voting for, yeah. Twice okay. And, uh, holiday feels, um, ah, that's tricky. Um, I think that there's enough 
I feel like the Christmas stuff, well, ah, but the Christmas meal stuff. Can we talk about the weird vibes at the Oswald family residence? (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty weird. There were some weird vibes for sure. Uh, But, you know, that's also Christmas. That's Christmas. Christmas. Absolutely. Respect. Um, I think that the the massive Christmas vibes of the end of Twice Upon a Time Mm. takes over the overall, like, Christmas vibe across the whole episode of yeah. Time of the Doctor. The town is called Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a little too surface level in in Time of the Doctor, whereas Twice Upon a Time, it ends up having like a thematic resonance, mm. which I like more. So I'm going to go with Twice Upon a Time. But I will say it is close. I right. Think it's yeah. close. I think for sheer Christmasness, um, the town's called Christmas. So Time of the Doctor. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, town called Christmas. The Doctor repairs toys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but I think I think that means uh, twice upon a time moves on. Interesting. Um, I also really love Capaldi's speech at the end. That's a really good. It is a really good speech. You're absolutely right, and it's like resonant for her. Yeah, she yeah. like that's that's like now that like watching it again, and now that we've seen two series of mm-hmm. her, I was like listening to him talk, and I'm like, oh, he's literally describing her, wow, like everything cool. that he says to do. And like, she, hey, don't do this, but do this, mm-hmm. but don't act like this. But, and like, he's just describing her. She listens. Yeah, she listens. Yeah, she did. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, so we're back. We had to take a little uh, break, uh, but uh, we're back now and we're going to continue round one of the Doctor Who holiday special bracket. With uh, the Runaway Bride, two thousand six, uh, which is the both the introduction of Donald Noble, um, and the second Christmas special ever, uh, wow. written by Russell T Davies and directed by Euros Lynn, um, which is also true of the End of Time. Mm-hmm. Euros Lynn, yeah, Hall Euros Lynn. If there were like a Doctor Who Hall of Fame. Oh, he'd definitely yeah. be he'd definitely be there. We should sure. get that going. We should add that to like a feature on the show. Yeah. Um that'd be fun. I'd actually be a really good uh that would be a really good um like a like a special bonus episode or something during um, the hiatus yeah. at some point. We like come up with what our like we or, look up how or, many or maybe we do it every year. We like induct yeah, people into definitely. the Hall of Fame. That would be fun. <laughs> we do like an initial like half dozen, like yeah. six, and then we just do like one every year. Yeah, that would be cool. Like I like one of us could be like I nominate Rachel Talali, right? And then we like talk about it. We do the initial ten because the show has been going for ten years for sure. Oh yeah, and then we do and then we do like one every year. I think that would be are cool. we doing like actually it's been, go- it's been going for too? eleven years now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, sure. like, Verity Lambert would absolutely have to be, like... I mean, she would be the on the first. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, 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 she's on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Like, we'd have to, we have to, we have to like, separate. Like, there's a Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. and then of, then the of Doctor Who, and then there's... <laughs> and then there's the Hall Or, you know, like, in basketball, when you, like, retire a jersey. But yeah. I don't know whether you hang the jersey up on the stadium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Verity Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> so there is uh, The Runaway Bride, um, the introduction to Donna Noble... And uh, uh, her uh, uh, getting married in the first time we see her and the last time, um, which is uh, which is nice. Um, so there's the Runaway Bride, and then that's going up against Spyfall Part One, um, which I watched. 
Oh yeah, because we took a break. Because we you, took a break. Yeah, you 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 watched uh, Spyfall Part One. So so um, uh, Spyfall Part One, of course, not a traditional uh, holiday special, actually at all. It just happened to air on New Year's Day, and we're counting it for technical reasons. We're counting it for for technical reasons because the bracket wouldn't work without it. <laughs> um, so uh, Spyfall Part One, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by Jamie Magnus Stone. Uh, this is the. Uh, the the uh season 12 premiere yeah does this this ends with the plane this right? end, yeah yes. this ends with uh yeah the okay. cliffhanger on the plane okay okay um for some reason i like always the... remember that being part two but uh yeah, yeah i guess i guess so okay and cool. then like technically it's like the ending uh, is like the doctor being in this weird netherworld but like yeah the plane is way cooler yeah that's true <laughs> um okay this doctor's in a lot of netherworlds yeah they're easy to make. <laughs> <laughs> the sets are easy. It's the new quarry. Yeah. It's either quarries or nether regions. Like, that happens all the time in Classic Who. I appear to be in some kind of void, yes. God, if they could figure out, if they could only figure out the quarry <laughs> nether region. Like a quarry combo. with after effects on it? Yeah. 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 I, I think they have done a quarry with after effects on it. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't the... Isn't isn't the Matrix basically a quarry with After Effects? Yeah, because he, he goes inside it and it's just a quarry. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll you'll find out about the Matrix. I love Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so do we, do we want to start with Runaway Bride? Because yeah, so it's, so Runaway Bride. Um, I rewatched this and I love Donna Noble. Uh, however, um, and I think the ending is very important. You know, in terms of like ten. And and knowing what his deal is um, and where he's heading, you know, I don't think I don't think we have Waters of Mars without the ending of Runaway Bride. Um, however, I don't love this. I feel like it's a lot of running around and just kind of running in circles. And I don't like how mean it is to Donna. Um, granted. She's not a great person in this episode, so like maybe that's part of it. Is like she deserves it a little bit. Um, she deserves to be like mean, but like I feel like it crosses a line a few times that like makes me uncomfortable um, and sad, like inside myself. Um, and uh, so like I I have trouble with this one. This was not this is not one that I rewatch a lot because it it makes me sad. It makes me oh. too sad. I because I love Donna so much and right. I don't like hearing people be mean to her. Aww. Um so, I don't know. That's my feelings on it. What about you guys? Um, I think this is my favorite uh, Russell T. Christmas special. Mm. Uh, I think it, well, for me, it's aged the best. Um, and I really liked Donna. And it was nice to see her again. Because um, yeah. I didn't like this the first time, the very first time I saw it. Um, well, because we didn't know that she was right, going to be right, a right. companion. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, I don't know. I I um I enjoyed this one. The the Christmas tree gag um with the like ornaments that are bombs or whatever played better for me than it Christmas invasion cuz he did that twi- twice, right? Yeah. yeah. And the Santa's twice. Yeah, I don't know. I liked all the Christmas stuff. He just doubled stuff. up on both things. Yeah, I liked it better in this one than I did in Christmas invasion. I think I liked the angels more than the angels in um Voyage of the Damned. Voyage of the Damned more than I like any of the other ones, even though those are 
like a copy of a copy. That's sure. funny. I still I, I I think that they were I think they're better. I like their their vibe. I mm. like their like the comfort and joy Santas are really iconic though. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, although every single time, every single time they're walking through that that shopping center mm-hmm. when you first see them in Christmas Invasion, I think they're Autons, and I don't <laughs> know why. Sure, but it always makes me think of Autons because I guess of the shopping scene in Rose, and so they conflate in my head. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm always like half expecting them to be to be. Do you think uh, when Autons. they do you think when they came back and and Runaway Bride, there was like a shopkeeper that was like, "Oi, <laughs> you lot." <laughs> You again? Get out of here. <laughs> They've got guns in their horns. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you, Nick? Um, I love love the first like thirty minutes of this. Um, everything from the like beginning to when they get to the wedding mm-hmm. to me is just all time fun. Mm-hmm. And. There's like, and I, yeah, I love Donna Noble. I love David and I love David Tennant and Catherine Tate's chemistry. Mm-hmm. And there are just so many moments in this, like Santa's a robot, just the, <laughs> with so much bitterness. And I love what, I just love what Donna brings out of 10. And I love watching that chemistry, like start, you know, kind of like a big bang in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of, it kind of loses me when it goes into running around sewer places. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then, it, you know, there's moments and there's one moment I never noticed before, but like when they're underground and Donna's like, I can't believe they built a base under a national landmark. And the doctor's like, I know, I know, love. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> it's, it's just like such a small moment. Um, I actually kind of so there, that, yeah, there's a part where Donna's fiance just dunks on her for like three minutes. Yeah. And I actually it kind of hit me in a in a because I, I we mentioned this in the earlier in the last part of the episode. I love Donna because she, she's, she's to me represents something that Russell T Davies brought to the show, where she is so ordinary mm-hmm. and so exceptional. And every Stephen Moffat character, particularly the female ones, have to be clever, have to be witty, have to be adorable, have to not be into boys and not have crushes and not be like, oh, muscles, like you know. And Donna is like reads tabloid magazines and listen to trashy pop music and. Follows celebrities' lives and like isn't super cerebral and smart and probably didn't have a, a Marcus Aurelius poster on her wall, Clara. Um, <laughs> and some a villain like the fiance is like I hate her. She's annoying and like I kind of I was like I've been that I've thought things like that about people, especially now in Twitter where we like dunk on people for like liking trashy stuff or like being kind of like not, you know, like look at this cringy Instagram post that this person made in their backyard with their family, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so the doc, the way that the doctor was able to see through that and actually see that Don is a good person. I was like, Oh, that I actually kind of like that. And that resonates with me now differently in 2020 where like Donna probably would be a person that we would judge or a lot of people would judge. And the fact that she gets to see the birth of the universe (laughs) to go on this crazy adventure, I, I had a lot of fun with it. And yeah, the the Arrakis scene is dark AF. Mm-hmm. It might be the darkest moment of the show, and it ends on a downer. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the Russell T. Davies Christmas ones ended on downers. Mm-hmm. This one plays really well as a sequel to Christmas Invasion. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. even that scene where he like reflects on the Christmas dinner that you talked about. Yeah. And how much that like impacted him. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I had a lot of fun going back to this one. Um okay, so then uh Spyfall. Uh uh it's uh I, I mean it's the start of 
you know, I think the best season of 13 so far. Yeah. Um, a season long mystery. Right. Uh, it has a really great twist mm-hmm. um, with uh, the reveal of the master, which is uh, was unexpected because we didn't think there was any way that they were going to bring the master back that quickly. Um, so that was cool. Um, it was even a little risky to do it that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and I think, I think that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't love the episode itself. I like a lot of elements of it. Um, but I'm not into like the James Bond thing as, so much. Um, and so like them riffing on that wasn't my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's fine. Um, sure. and, uh, I don't know. Uh, she's really good in that, in that yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, so I like it. Yes, I like it, but it's not, it's not, um, it's also not a, you know, it's not technically it, a holiday special. So in a lot, and in a lot of ways, it's the first chapter of a story. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I feel like it, it kind of, um, you know, in terms of this bracket, I don't know that it holds up as uh, as a choice for the bracket, but, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. What are, what are your guys' thoughts? Um, Cass, did you rewatch it? Yeah, I did. I watched all okay. of them. Um, okay. Uh, it was nice to see this crew again. Sure. Um, definitely. But yeah, I mean, I don't know that I like gained an appreciation for it or anything. Cause like, sure. I don't know. It was, it's, yeah. it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of agree with what you said, Scott, where there's so many elements of this that I like. And I actually really dig the, the James Bond techno spy elements because to me it's an example of chibnall doing something that maybe moffat and rtd wouldn't have in their mindset mm, and sure. and there's like moments where like uh uh oh aka the master played by sasha dewan right is like going into like how governments have given these private companies such power and it's created this new world order and i'm like that's actually having the doctor dealing with that is really interesting unfortunately it, it doesn't go deep which is kind of Happens a lot with stuff like in the mm-hmm. series where they raise these interesting questions, like the Kerblam episode, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, like Cass said, I love this crew. There's so many fun moments. Like the little moments of them just bouncing off each other are arguably more fun than the episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which has fun elements, but it kind of becomes really rudimentary. Like mm-hmm. there's like, they're like running for monsters, they're trapped in a building. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I really like the Spyfall theme, or the, yeah, the Spyfall theme when they're like, at the casino, it was the first time that I really like noticed the score, and I'm like, "Oh, this is really cool." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's also a waste of Stephen Fry. Yeah, Liter- yeah, it gets wasted. Yeah, no, I know, like, <laughs> literally a waste of, of, of literally a waste of Stephen Fry. Um, okay, so uh, let's do okay. Which episode is better? The better episode? Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Runaway Bride. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to as well. Okay, so that's three points for Runaway Bride. Uh, rewatchability. I'm going to go with Spyfall. Interesting, because I I think I will end up watching it more often than Runaway Bride. Mm. Doesn't make you sad, right? It doesn't make me sad <laughs> like like Runaway Bride does. I sad for my friend that I have in real life. Oh, I th- <laughs> I think Runaway Bride maybe. Okay. Yeah, I almost think uh, – I think I will continue to watch Runaway. And I actually think this might be – I kept thinking about how much fun my parents would have with this one. Mm-hmm. Like I think this is kind of a stealth gateway episode. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, Holiday Spirit. I mean that's – I think that's a, that's a, that's a, 
runaway bride across yeah. the board for yes. us. You know yeah. that thing where like you know the thing where Rocky would go to a fight and he'd be like, Look, Rock, I'm not gonna lie to you, like you're here to lose. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's the that's the spiteful. Yeah. Um yeah, it's really only here on a technicality anyway, but we want to give it its day in court. Um okay, so uh runaway bride is the answer. And oh nope, that's not what I wanted to do. I was on the wrong thing. Um okay, and then our final Ma- uh, matchup in round one is the end of time part one versus 2016's the return of dr mysterio uh dr mysterio written by stephen moffat and directed by ed basilgat yeah. i think dr mysterio was also stephen moffat's dj name in the 90s <laughs> mm. Um, so, uh, okay. So end of time part one, um, really, really love the first 20 minutes of this. Love everything with Bernard Cribbins in this and his Christmassy crew (laughs) of old people trying to find the doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, really, really into all that. Love the conversation between him and David Tennant where David Tennant is describing what it feels like to regenerate. Um, all of that is really good. Absolutely anything in this with anyone else sucks so much um, <laughs> that I I I want to fast forward through it. Um, I hate all the stuff with the with Martian Manhunter, um, and uh, uh, I hate all of the Master stuff with the eating and the over enunciating stuff. Like he's over enunciating food, like he's Gollum. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't understand any I don't know what's going on. I it's a choice. It's certainly a choice and he goes for it. Um but I hate it. I don't like it. I don't want to watch it. What's um, the yeah, what's the opposite of like an ASMR trigger? Oh man. Is that, I, is that what it is for you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that is what it is. It makes me crawl out of my skin. Like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I hate it. Uh so uh end of end of time part 1. You know, again, just like I talked about with part 2. It's like Logopolis in that I, 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 it sucks. It's terrible. And I, and I love it despite how bad it is. Um, because I, it's just part of Doctor Who to me mm-hmm. is like sometimes the regeneration story is not going to be good. Um, and that's how I feel about this. Uh, but there's enough in here that I'm charmed by, mm-hmm. like the Bernard Cribbin stuff, um, that, you know, I enjoy watching it. But, um, yeah, no, that's a, that's, that's a big old nope for me on that one. What do, what do you guys think? Um, Cass? I think part two is better. Um, okay. Yeah, I. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen this one. And it was kind of weird um, watching it. Because you mentioned Gollum. So, like, I've done all of, like, Lord of the Rings podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, John Sim would be a pretty good Gollum. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I like... I don't know that that's a compliment. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We were talking about recasting the movie recently, so I was just like, oh. oh no. um, uh, but yeah, no, I like all the... I like the Old People Brigade. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's really fun. I really like the Ood. Um, him stepping out of the TARDIS with the lay and the cowboy hat is like super iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... That's true. Yeah, I don't I don't like the the weird dad and daughter stuff. Like those those two people have way too much <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> yeah. I was like weird vibe. This is really weird. Well, cuz like she like calls him though. daddy and I'm like, "Okay, well like that, but they had couple energy." Yeah. yeah. 
Because you're like, you're like, she's like 35. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I don't know. She's like way too old she, to be saying daddy. She's an adult. She's clearly an adult yeah. woman. Yeah. Right. And not like an adult woman playing like a high school or like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, but they, but they, they had a couple energy. Like, yeah. And it just feels like they're infantilizing her a little bit, but like, because they have couple energy because they have chemistry. It like, it's so weird. It's so weird. It's it feels so creepy weird. and gross. Yeah. And like, it. and like the episode doesn't want us to take them seriously. Like the yeah. morons were busy with their plan. That wasn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Yeah. In general, I think the end of time has like a a lot of interesting things going on mm-hmm. but because they're all there's like six threads that all transition from one to the next <laughs> over the course of two episodes yeah. it's like too many things mm-hmm. yeah in not enough time and they're not they if he had cut out two of those things yeah it would be like i think the, the episode would have been a lot better like if it was just Gallifrey and Gallifrey returning and the doctor's regeneration. I feel like that would be enough. Yeah. I don't think we need all of this other stuff. The master race, all of that stuff. Um, it's, and it has one of the worst cliffhangers of all time. Mm-hmm. I think where I'm just like, this is dumb. I can't believe this is what he's going yeah. out on. And, 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 and that's kind of the knife twist. Yeah. Is you're like, time is so precious. Yeah. With these episodes. Yeah. Um, I feel like if he had had like, six episodes to tell this like a little mini series Mm -hmm. to do like David Tennant's outgoing episodes where he got to like string it along a little bit more. I feel like maybe that space would have allowed for like him to pay off this stuff a little bit better, but like, she's so dumb because like they did the Easter (laughs) special and then they had waters in Mars, So he could have just like done like, you know, it's a four parter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. But the choice to make like four standalone kind of like could have happened anywhere, see, like adventures mm-hmm. when you have. And then but I guess Waters of Mars accomplishes it in like the finale. Mm-hmm. And I love Waters of Mars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. I, I, I think it's worth saying. Yeah, I, th- I think the scene with David, Ber- David Tennant and Bernard Cribbins is maybe one of the best seeing like scenes of the show and i think it pushed the bar forward on like the types of performances we could get from the show yeah and yeah they're both so human and like so beautiful in that scene and Mm -hmm. the master stuff doesn't uh viscerally bother me um i do think it's like lame but um (laughs) it's lame and it viscerally bothers me so it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but like but like scott said there is like a warm blanket nostalgia of watching this where i can immediately Mm -hmm. remember it being like winter 2010 Yep. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Yeah. And how safe we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, Obama's in it. Um, Rock, he's he's going to give a speech to solve solve the world recession. Right? Yeah. Bless. Uh, so, okay. So that's end of time part one. Um, and then there is the return of Dr. Mysterio, uh, which um, I love this episode, like straight up. I think it's so much fun. And I love Moffat dealing in Superman tropes and – Yes, a lot of them can be cheesy, but I think they're cheesy in a fun, good way um, that I'm like, I can't help but charm, be charmed by, um, even if like a lot of them also don't really work. But like, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just sort of charmed by him trying, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I really I really like this one a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. And uh, I really want Stephen Moffat to write a um, 
uh, Superman movie. Really, really bad. Um, I, 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 did you hear that this is not related to Doctor Who in so much as more than like just something I want to happen. Um, but like, <laughs> did you hear that, uh, that there's a, uh, there's a lot of, uh, rumors going around that, um, J.J. Abrams is looking for writers for a Superman movie that he's going to direct. Wow. Yeah. That they, Ay, caramba. Yeah. Warner Brothers hasn't announced it yet, I guess. But I'd be like, into that. That's what's running around. Yeah, depending on who he gets to write it. I'm glad that he's not writing it himself because <laughs> yeah. I've read that script and uh, big by. old yikes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, somebody should uh, somebody should well, uh, message him and be like, hey, have you met Stephen Moffat? Have you met Stephen Moffat? <laughs> oh, hello, J.J. You're a fan <laughs> of the puzzle as well. <laughs> Yeah, I will say there's nothing J.J. Abrams crushes harder at than casting. That, exactly. And chemistry, chemistry, chemistry specifically. So like Lois and Clark. Yeah. If the, if he gets to cast them from scratch, if he isn't stuck with Henry Cavill, which who we love, which, yeah, which I love. I love him. And I and I wish he would have a good Superman movie where he actually got to be Superman. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that would be really, really cool. But if he's not stuck with that casting, he gets to start over like the Batman. That's oh exciting. my god, that would be so dope. Um, because <laughs> <What? they, we laughs> haven't... the first thing you hear in the opening notes of that Nirvana song. Oh man, you're like, oh wow, wow. Because we haven't gotten um, uh, this is totally off topic. Sorry, everybody, but we haven't gotten a good Lois Lane since Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney, yeah, the <laughs> from the from the cartoon. Yeah, oh my god. she's great. Um, but like I, Mark, but yeah, you want Margot Kidder energy you want i don't like, even want that i want i want dana delaney dana energy, delaney there you, you know go. yeah um because terry hatcher was good too even if you know it started a superman that i'm not even going to say his name out loud anymore because mm-hmm. he's an evil jerk um and doesn't deserve to be called superman um but uh superman. Uh, uh terry hatcher was pretty good yeah she was pretty good lois but yeah dana delaney all, all day long yeah. um and of course, you know, there's no bigger fan of Amy Adams than uh, that. That's probably not true. I love Amy Adams a lot. And uh, nope. But yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't think those I, movies I highlight do. Amy Adams. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. I, I do too. But like she, she's not Lois Lane. <laughs> she's, she's just not. She's Amy Adams. Yeah, she's Amy Adams. Um, she's not any more Lois Lane than uh, maybe a little bit more Lois Lane than Kate Bosworth. But you know. Um, anyway, <laughs> I knew we were going to go down a Superman uh, ra- rabbit hole with this with this particular episode. But yeah, I, I really, <laughs> I really, really, I think this episode is a lot of fun. I know it was weird at the time because it had been a full year before we got an episode, and it's so I, light and fun and like kind totally, of, yeah, 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 totally, honestly um, frivolous. But it also came so close to the Bill Potts era. It was like two months out i think mm-hmm. if i remember correctly because there's a trailer for that s- series at the end of dr mysterio yeah um which i was like i when i i was watching that and like she's like my name's bill and i was like oh my god <laughs> it's you i remember <laughs> this um so yeah i uh i really 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 enjoy this one a lot what did you think Cass? i uh liked it more this time um i think mm-hmm. it was just that's good yeah <laughs> Because it is, it's like really cute. Um, yeah. It's not, I wouldn't call it like Christmassy, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's really charming. Um, yeah. The ghost has big himbo energy. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> the nanny. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's a nanny. <laughs> I was like the cutest thing. He couldn't drop the, he couldn't drop the baby monitor. Yeah. When he was. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. And I, I like Capaldi and, um. Yeah, I like twelve and Nardle, like just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the espionage thing is fun. I don't know. I yeah, I like this one a lot. 
this was the first I think this was the first one that I watched because mm. this was the one that I was I, I had heard from a couple of friends that had watched it for the first time that they were like, this was really fun. And I'm like, I remember really dunking on that one back in, in 2014. And yeah, exactly like you guys said, I think this is just so much fun. And I think free of the expectations of it being like, you know, the first Doctor Who in a while mm-hmm. and it being the Christmas special and all those ex- expectations I brought to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of threads that and that out like the the sitcomy fun shenanigans are really fun and i think moffat has a lot of fun playing in the the tropes of uh, like a superman story mm-hmm. uh i really like how nardle chilled out while being ahead in a robot uh-huh. for like hundreds like, of years he's like, yeah. He's yeah. like well i mean it's not going to get any worse than yeah. that so <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, he's yeah yeah he's so chill in this episode even more chill than i think he is in series 10 yeah. Like, yeah. just kind of like vibing the whole time he's like oh i don't know oh, an elephant yeah he's <laughs> <laughs> so great i love it oh man <laughs> yeah, um okay so let's start with which is the better episode that is mysterio for me mysterio yeah i'm gonna say dr mysterio uh rewatchability i'm again going to go with mysterio yeah i'm as well yes and christmas vibes so this one's tough. I, I, I think I have to go with End of Time Part 1, but I will say the thing that I like about the low-key Christmas vibes in, in Dr. Mysterio is that he decided to, like, go a different direction with it, which is, like, watching Dr. Mysterio feels like playing with your new toys on Christmas oh, Day. yeah. You know? Aww. Like, it doesn't feel like Christmas, but it feels like right after opening your gifts on Christmas mm-hmm. and you were playing with all your action figures, that's what watching Return of Dr. Mysterio feels like to me. So I like it for that, but I, I have to give it to End of Time Part 1. I'm going to vote for Dr. Mysterio because it feels like something you watch in December around Christmas. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. It literally was. Like the Superman movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Um, um, I think I'm going to go with End of Time just because, like, the there's nothing Chris- the bus full of old people just like yes oh yes <laughs> yes the most there's there's yeah. nothing more christmasy than bernard crimmins in the in the antler oh, doing yeah. the little I christmas. Yeah. It's christmas yeah when the bus is here and he starts doing his little dance mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i love that god he's the best bernard crimmins is amazing um okay so that's uh that's dr mysterio then um okay so we're moving on we did it almost we did I, we did round one. I always become a little bit of a royalist in those moments where Wolf is so excited when the queen is on TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so here we go. So our first matchup in the quarterfinals is Last Christmas versus Voyage of the Damned. Uh, so we've already talked about these. So we're just going to look at them in terms of the criteria that mm-hmm. we talked about before. Right, right. So... Rewatchability. I'm going last Christmas. Yes. Uh, yeah, me as well. Okay. So, uh, Christmas vibes. I'm going to go last Christmas. I will as well. Mm-hmm. And better episode, definitely. Last, last Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say last Christmas. All right. So that was that was a sweep. That was a sweep. Uh, uh, Voyage of the Dam got wrecked just then. Uh, <laughs> good episode it is yeah it's 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 fun but uh you know it's not it doesn't hold a candle to late last christmas um last christmas uh rules one thing i didn't mention about last christmas is uh santa's little elves yeah they're 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 great 
I like I like those guys. Mm-hmm. They were great. Um, uh, the, okay, feels has aged like twenty years. Weirdly, all the feels. Yeah. Hey, well, because it's in that weird spot where it's not nostalgic yet. It's right. just old. It's just like old fashioned thing now. Yeah, and it's all yeah for sure. Anyway, um, okay. So the next next matchup in quarterfinals: A Christmas Carol versus the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. Oof. Do we even need to vote on this? <laughs> Um, I will just say, no, I'm good. Sorry, yeah, Nick. Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Carol. I was gonna like think of like what's like a thing I could say about Christmas about the other one, the Witch in the Wardrobe. <laughs> the God. one you can't even say the name right. <laughs> it's not the title. I'll but, say that. But I think like yeah, there's nothing that we didn't say. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Doctor Doctor Widow in the Wardrobe. It's oh. a really. Oh. I thought of something. I think it's really cool when uh, how they bring the time vortex into the episode. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That is cool. That's fun. Yeah. 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 I think that's a classier move than saying Doctor Who eight but you know times. What? They did the same thing in, in, in uh, Christmas Carol. They blended they, they blended the clouds into the clouds in the opening credits. Yeah. The clouds cool. around the yeah. So they both did that. They both did that. Um all right. So uh Christmas Carol moves on to the semifinals. Next matchup is the snowmen versus twice upon a time. So I got to watch Twice Upon a Time Mm -hmm. uh, during the break that we got to take. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, I just want to say, yeah, I I enjoyed it a lot as well. Um, Something that I talked to Scott about off my cast is, you know, Time of the Doctor is trying so hard and is so big and operatic and important and mythical. And it's admirable because it feels like the end of an era. Mm -hmm. But what impresses me so much about Twice on a Time. Feels like the end of a budget. End of a budget. Yeah. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Uh, he's old now half the budget half half. Uh, twice upon a time is so understated and it speaks so much to how much Moffat has grown as a writer that he doesn't need to like be on and the moments that land just feel like they land so organically Mm -hmm. and yeah I think I think Peter Capaldi gives a really good performance Mm -hmm. Um, and his yeah his regeneration just made me really want to watch every episode of 13 Mm mm-hmm uh what's the other one so the snowmen so so um i mean i like the snowmen uh it doesn't hold a candle to twice upon a time for me um twice upon a time is my favorite regeneration story of new who um you know because as much as the parting of the ways is truly incredible Mm -hmm. um it's a really great episode you have to watch the first half of it um and bad wolf all of the reality show stuff is so silly and over the top that it it all it it, it kind of like and it's fun to watch like don't get me wrong but it like drains some of the power of of parting of the ways I think mm-hmm. um and and so like I think uh, twice upon a time is the best regeneration story of the new the modern era what if uh so the doctor was was going up to that tower because the thing was shooting at it and then it was revealed that it was rusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if the reveal was that it was the weakest link robot? <laughs> <laughs> so after all these years. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. 
Um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be twice upon a time. And it also, speaking of movies that aren't Christmas movie, like <laughs> aren't Christmas things, but yeah. they feel like it or feel like you should be watching it in December. Yeah. This episode makes me think of, because of, uh, David Bradley makes me think of an adventure in space and time, oh. which also has very like Christmas vibes to mm. me. I think there's a few Christmas parties over the course of that movie. Nice. Um, but like, I just love that movie so much mm-hmm. and, and seeing David Bradley, as the first doctor, just like it was such a, it cool, gives me the feels. I love it. It was such a cool move. I said the feels. You said the feels. Yeah. <laughs> it, it worked. Pulled it off. <laughs> yeah. In retrospect, this was such a cool, crazy move. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could go back in time and experience that the end of, uh, of the doctor falls again. Mm-hmm. That like, I guess like when John Sim came up, sh- showed up again, that was pr- really crazy too. Oh, so good, man. I, I, 12 is everybody needs to go back and watch 12. It's just what a freaking incredible era. It, the, the problem is that, and we're going to get into it because we've only covered deep breath, which mm-hmm. is a banger, you know, in, in retrospect, I, I got you guys yeah. on my side. Finally, yeah, after yeah. so long, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of that season plays out for us. Mm-hmm. Because I remember being pretty lukewarm on most of it. Like yeah. ro- robots of Sherwood Kill into the, the Dalek. Well, I mean, kill the moon is the, it's awful. Um, the caretaker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the caretaker not being as fun as I wanted it to be. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays. But I think that that series might be the issue for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is like, I, I, it's a little bit of a lukewarm season. But then the next two are so freaking mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. that um, man, everybody just needs to watch his era. It's it's just incredible. But yeah, so this is this is a uh, this this is a twice upon a time for me. I think my favorite Mark Gatiss performance in the show. Yeah. I think he's really good. Yeah, he is really good. Um, I really, in, in, in Doctor Who, this is probably his best performance. It's much better than uh, Lazarus Effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, much thought, better than that episode. That's Dr. Lazarus Effect. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Lazarus Effect. Um, yeah, it's very good. Uh, it might even be better than um, Sherlock's brother. Mycroft. Mycroft, um, which is also very good. I mm-hmm. like him as Mycroft a lot. I don't know. I remember Sherlock. Cass looks dead inside because we mentioned Sherlock. Yep. Um, <laughs> Goodbye. Her time war. <laughs> she's getting, yeah, her time war. She's getting <laughs> flashes of Tumblr, the Tumblr battles. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> her, like, shooting no more into a wall with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Um, okay, uh, rewatchability. I'm going twice upon a time. Yeah, me too. I don't. I didn't like Snowmen a lot. This yeah, time around. I think I'm going Snowmen. Okay, sure. Uh, Sounds uh, heavy. Overall, <laughs> better episode quality ranking. I'm going twice upon a twice time. Upon yeah, a twice time. upon a time. Yeah. Okay. And Christmas feels snowmen. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna go snowman. I gotta give it a snowman because like the Victorian stuff and like his his Ebenezer Scrooge hat, the score. I the I really yeah. miss Murray Gold. Um, Absolutely, as a composer. Yeah, that was the thing that I was focused. Yeah, on. yeah, it was just like God. I like miss every Murray single Gold. one, I'm like, oh gosh, this is so. This is such a good theme, or like, I, I... yeah, Clara's theme might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've got bad news, everybody. Snowman's moving. Yay! Out. Cool. 
<laughs> snowman, snowman wins. What do you mean because, bad news? Uh, uh, well, I, you know, I, yeah. I think twice about a time. No, I know. But, um, yeah, but this is Christmas specials. Right, right. Exactly. So snowman's moving on. Um, how the Grinch stole Christmas might by not, one point. You know, yeah. By one point. Wow. By one point. Um, because we all agree it is more Christmassy than twice upon a time. Um, as much as I absolutely adore twice upon Despite a time. Despite that Coca-Cola commercial of an ending. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then we have, uh, Runaway Bride versus the return of Dr. Mysterio. Interesting. Um, uh, okay. So let's talk about rewatchability. I'm going Dr. Mysterio. I think I'm going <laughs> to... I just I, I just pictured watching this again and it made me laugh. So I'm going to go with Dr. Mysterio. <laughs> Runaway Bride? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, better episode? I'm going to go Dr. Mysterio. Yes, I agree with that. I'll go with that as well. Okay. And Christmas vibes, I'll go Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride. Me as well. Um, I think that's, let's see, three, four. Yep, Dr. Dr. Mysterio has that by one point. It was a reverse of what just happened a yep. few minutes ago. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, so. Nope, I keep, I, I, every time I type it, I go the return of the doctor. Oh, no, <laughs> of Dr. Mysterio. Oh, uh, I, I texted Cass about this off mic a few days ago, but I think it's hilarious now that, like, in, in, in reverse canon that Wolf just didn't go to Donna's wedding. Her first wedding. Her first wedding. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> really. He had to work in that. Uh, he wasn't retired yeah. yet. I shan't. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't retired yet. Our sovereign doesn't take a day off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's funny. When he meets him in Voyage of the Damned, he doesn't mention that his granddaughter was, like, zapped away in the middle of her wedding. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I love that retcon, though. I love the retcon that, that's, that that stupid newspaper guy is. Yeah. Is her grandpa. Um, okay, so we are in the semifinals now. Um, here we go. Last Christmas versus A Christmas Carol. Ooh. This one is real hard. Um, so I think we just got to go. We just got to go for it. Uh, which one is the better episode? This is by a hair for me. Oh, okay. By a hair, yeah. but I'll, I'm give, giving it to A Christmas Carol. I think Last Christmas is just... When you finish it, you're like, that was so well put together. Right. All the pieces. And like, that's so admirable. Yeah, for right. sure. Last Christmas rules. But yeah. is it as good as a Christmas carol? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think I mean, so. We knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, all right. Let's let's not. Hey, I thought I thought uh, Snowman would get beat in that's that last fair. round. That's and it fair. did not. Okay. So any, anything can happen. You never know. So, uh, Christmas Carol, uh, better episode? Is that across yeah, the board? I think so. Yes. Okay. Christmas vibes. Christmas Carol across yeah. the board, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, rewatchability. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas Carol, Carol, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to vote for Last Christmas just because that's the one I'm most excited to watch again. Okay. All right. That's fair. Sure. Admirable. Uh, Last Christmas has one point. <laughs> Christmas Carol. Has yeah, there we go. A lot I mean, more. it's it not a, a sweep. Eight. So yeah, that's true. It's that's true. That's true. That's very good. All right. So a Christmas Carol going on to the finals. The finals. Um. All right. The Snowmen versus the Return of Doctor Mysterio. I can tell you right now, I did not picture either one of those ending up in the finals. I love this. I love our show. <laughs> this is so crazy. All right. Let's do it. 
Um, okay, so uh, I'm going to say that if you told me which one are you going to rewatch right now, gun to my head, watch it, watch one of these, it's going to be Dr. Mysterio for me. So that's why I'm going to pick that one. Me as well. Yeah. In that scenario, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Dr. Mysterio, three points. Moving on to which is the overall better episode. I'm going to go Dr. Mysterio. I think I'm going to go with Dr. Mysterio as well. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then finally, uh, Christmas vibes. I'm going to give it to Snowmen. Uh, I'm just going to give it to Dr. Mysterio for fun. <laughs> okay, sure. Because it didn't matter. It had already passed. Cast, it already won. Is it a yeah. trope, cast when the when when the reporter is like defending the the nanny in front of dr mysterio not knowing that she's really complimenting the nanny is that like a trope in like romance fiction i don't read enough romance fiction to know that but it feels it feels tropey right like okay i was into it yeah i feel like it's a superhero trope actually ah, like this person yeah. is blah 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 and then like they're standing right there yeah yeah right. yeah yeah know. Yeah, but that happened with like. Oh f- wait, he did it twice in a, almost in a row because it's in it's in the husband's of river song too. Oh, she's oh, talking right. about the doctor <laughs> and has no idea that he's standing right there. Oh, I love that. Yeah, nice. it's like that super clip of Sorkinisms from mm-hmm. a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I I do love the Sorkinisms clip. That's really fun. <laughs> All right, we're in the end game now. <laughs> this, I did not think this was what yeah. it was going to. This is the the end game is a Christmas Carol versus. The Return of Doctor Mysterio, bonkers! That's not, Cannot believe it. That's not the 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 other one. Like I knew Christmas Carol was going to be in the finals, but I didn't. I'll I'll be honest. I thought for sure this was going to be a Christmas Carol versus uh, Twice Upon a Time. Oh wow! It almost um, upset. Yeah, yeah. I think if if the Snowman hadn't gotten it, gotten in over Twice Upon a Time, I think Twice Upon a Time would have beaten Doctor Mysterio in the previous round. Uh, but because it didn't. Uh, here we are that's that's the thing about brackets man yeah yeah so a christmas carol versus the return of dr mysterio um i think i think we're all in agreement we're all going to choose dr mysterio for this right wait what category is it uh, for all of <laughs> just, just, it's just gonna win okay um, yeah let's break no, it down um so so uh, uh overall quality of the episode um i mean a christmas carol is like an annual classic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think too, the, another reason why I think it holds up so well is because Amy and Rory take such a backseat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it, it, it becomes one of those Doctor Who episodes that you can just show anybody. Yes. Because it's not bogged down in any sort of continuity. You can just pitch through the elevator pitch of like he travels around. Mm-hmm. These are his two friends this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whereas Dr. Mysterio is really about him grieving the loss of River Song, mm-hmm. um, at least partially. And that is absolutely meaningless to anyone who isn't up to date on right. the show. Um, so I got to give it to uh, – which one are we doing? We're doing qual- overall Quali- quality. Overall quality. Uh, I have to give it to A Christmas Carol just because I just think it's – again, that twist, that that ghost of, 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 of Christmas yet to come is just – that twist is so good. Yeah. It's so well choreographed. Mm-hmm. And set up where you should see it coming and yet you mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. So good. And it's kind of a miracle. You know, the 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 story structure of A Christmas Carol is so well trotted and has been done so 
tritely mm-hmm. and you know that the 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 fact that Michael Gambon and Murray Gold and Matt Smith and Stephen Moffat and everyone was ever to come together and really make you care about this one shot character mm-hmm. and your heart really breaks with Kazaran and like and that's what Christmas is all about Charlie Brown is like be- believing for like one night that like this kind of transformation is possible it's true yeah Christmas Carol is numero it's, uno for me on it's this so one. interesting to me like rewatching all of these how like all of Stephen Moffat's Christmas uh, specials are like so um, focused on like grief. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, I don't know. Like I, cause I don't think of Christmas as like being sad, I guess, but like, I don't know. It was just really interesting watching them all like this. And... Right. Yeah. When, when you lay them all out, I, you find yourself, like I found myself noticing things like, you know, how often 10, pulls a sword out of somewhere and has a sword fight. Uh-huh. And I don't think I've ever really clocked that before. Yeah. Or or like how many of Russell T. Davies episodes are like kind of set more earthbound. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, 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 Stephen Moffat is just like, no, I'm just going to invent a town called Christmas. Trend on the planet Trenzalore. <laughs> um, okay. So, so overall quality. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yes. Uh, rewatchability. Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Okay. And overall holiday vibes. Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yeah, I'll say that. All right. That's a clean sweep. Christmas Carol wins, which is exactly what we all thought. Yes. This is how this yes. is going to shake I, out. I think the real story here is that the return of Dr. Mysterio. Made it so far. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's, that that's, is, seriously, that's the real story that's here. That's the Cinderella story. Yeah. Um, Return of the Doctor, Doctor Mysterio. Don't sleep on it. It's 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 good. It's good. It's a really fun episode. Uh, also, if you haven't rewatched Last Christmas anytime soon, oh my soon, god, please rewatch it. It is so good. It's so much better than you remember it being. Um, so uh, yeah, I would say almost all of these were better than I remembered them being. Yeah. So if you're in a position to, if you have access to some of these, mm-hmm. whether streaming or on physical media, I, I think you could pop any of them on and have yeah. a fun time. They're all on HBO Max right now. Though there is a weird thing going on with the way that they're presenting them. So series one through four, uh, rose through end of time, are all in normal 24 frames per second. Um, from the 11th hour through, uh, I don't know, the end of series 12. I forget what, I forget what that is. Um, what the last episode of series 12 is. Is it timeless Uh, children? Oh yeah. The timeless, the timeless child or the timeless children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all there are, they are being presented in 30 frames per second, which gives the show a, weird high frame weight rate quality of like um that sort of soap opera look to it a little bit um so it's low enough that you get used to it but when you first put it on it is like off-putting to me it's very it was very off-putting i grew it grew on me and i just kind of like accepted it um as it went along but that is a weird thing about hbo max is that that's that's how it's airing those episodes i don't know why they're streaming it at that High frame rate, but they I are. Notice. I don't know. Weird. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I don't. I, I I didn't notice it as much on my TV as when you showed it to me on 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 your TV. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like my settings are different 
or no, it's not. It's not settings. You can't change it. That's weird. Okay. Yeah, it's. But it's, yeah, it must have been low grade enough to where I didn't really, I didn't notice it on my. Yeah, it, you, it, 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 like your eyes adjust to it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, it is, it is a thing. Um, it was cool. on every episode. Um, that's it. All right. Happy holidays, yeah, everybody. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas if you celebrate, and uh, we will see you guys shortly after the new year, where we're going to talk about. Uh, Revolution of the Daleks um, before coming back at the end of January for our new series of The Long Way Around. Yay! Um, which I am pumped for. Mm-hmm. So pumped for more Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. <laughs>